movie with Gridman and Dinozenon, and I'm so excited for it. And the, and the character designs of, of Yume, the girl, the main girl, Yume, and Mujina, uh, the kaiju user Mujina. Actually, oh my god. It's pronounced Mujina. Mujina! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host with the most, Sam, the bomb, and of course with me every week is Danny Hootenanny. Hey, hey. And to, to your Nick Turnity. Just give it a hip. Just to be my friend if I did that every 10 minutes. Zip. Recruiter. Recruiter. That's our sponsor for today because... It is the annual Summies, our anime review of 2021. We each give our top 10 anime of 2021, what we thought about the year, favorite OP and EDs at the end, and of course, uh, for the people who have participated in our Discord, we will go over some of their top 10s as well. And uh, yeah, I don't want to waste too much time. I just want to dive right in. So links.animesummit.net. Uh, you can go there and find everything. I uh, do encourage you to subscribe to the YouTubes, the extra channel as well, and uh, the Discord. The Discord's fun. It's uh, where we all hang out and talk with each other. Patreon.com slash Anime Summit. For those of you who are current patrons, thank you so much. It helps a lot for us to get new equipment and all that good stuff. But yeah, that would be great if you could uh, just go to links.animesummit.net and have, have fun. Just explore everywhere. Uh, but yeah, dude. Let's just jump right in. Let's just do it. Let's just, let's, fuck it. Okay? Fuck you. All right? F you. Listener fuck you question. you too, Sam. Listen, just, <laughs> just yell at everyone. Just tell them to fuck off. <laughs> Listener question of the week, Nick. What do you got? All right. Let me scroll up there. It's uh listener question of the week. This is from Snowman, who ironically lives in a warmer climate. Uh, what is your favorite episode of 2021? Just one episode, even if the rest of the show wasn't that great. One episode. Yeah, this was... Just a- one bite. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chuck E. Cheese, say- it's actually a pretty good pie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching some of those on YouTube. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, Danny, you go ahead. I got it because I'm thinking. I'm like thinking. I'm back. So, I, don't even, I did not even prepare for this one. So at I all. was. I was. I realized. I com- almost completely forgot that we were gonna do this question. Yeah, we should have um, thought about this. <laughs> I mean, I was unlike you. Anyway, um, but I was thinking about. It, I was like, oh shit! Like I don't even remember that far. You know, kind of thing. But then, as I was like scrolling through any list and even trying to figure out what um, OP and ED I wanted to pick for this episode. My, like, my memories, my memory has started, like, remembering um, which episodes and stuff. And I want to say my favorite episode um, would have to be the the part where, um, I forget his his name. What show? It was from um, those uh, Snow White notes when he was playing his uh, shamisen and his mom um, was singing in his apartment and she had the window open and the whole like community 
um, start like stopped, literally stopped what they were doing just to listen to the music that um, the main character I is I forget his his name, but the main character of the show and his mother um, was like performing and stuff. So, all right, um, yeah. Anything with the shamisen is cool. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, and and you're not allowed to say the finale of a show. Hard mode. You can't say the last episode of anything. Do you got do you got one Nick or no? Okay, my favorite episode and probably the best episode of all time, uh the final episode of Wonder Egg Priority. You said <laughs> no. You I'm said no kidding. final I'm just, episodes. I'm just kidding. We you know, number one, on that one. You you uh, number one, you said no final episodes and number two, you don't even like that show. So shut up. No. I actually just took it off my list. Spoilers. Because <laughs> you guys are going to talk about it. So there we go. Um, okay. I don't know what episode it was, but the one that sticks in my mind is a redo of Healer. The show <laughs> that's like extremely rapey and screwed up. Can you be a real person? Like, you're not serious, right? Like This not. is the one that sticks in my mind. I, uh, okay. That's all I can say. The guy threatens this girl with uh, a brand or with his di- with his dick. Okay, and she gets to pick one. Does she want to get cow prattled or whatever, or does she want to get uh, uh, stuck? Okay, (laughs) that's that was that was the episode, and uh, yeah, that's kind of that whole show. Show is not very good, but you know, that episode was kind of crazy, and it made me watch the rest of the show. That's you're weird. It's weird. You're weird. And plus, there's boobies. There's booba. Uh, my I was going back and forth between the first episodes of a few things um and i was gonna say the last episode of dragon maid s but if we're we're doing like yeah i would say the first episode of wonder egg priority because uh shin wakabayashi directed it and he just guy knows what he's doing (laughs) like he just is fucking good at what he does his resume is really huge um but the, you know, Aoi Otani doing, like, the key animation for the first five episodes is just crazy. She's crazy. So, but yeah, that's my favorite uh, episode. I had a few of them. It was kind of hard. It was kind of tough to choose a lot of these. It's always tough. Every time we do a summies, I feel like it's tough. But, yeah, dude. Um, Danny, what's the waifu and his bando? Um, waifu is Hina from Tokyo Revengers. The ride or die? She's the the ride, ride or die. die. And then Husbando is uh, Fushi uh, from To Your Eternity. Oh, shit. We should have picked the other guy from To Your Eternity. Uh, what's that guy's name? The hel- helmet guy. Too I late. don't know. I have no idea. I, nev- I, I, sto- I dropped To Your Eternity, so... I have no idea any of the characters. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Uh, so let's just like, so as we do each summies, we do our top 10, right? We don't spend too much time on the first five as much we, as we do in the last five. And of course the last, the, the, our number ones of each. Um, that being said, there will be honorable mentions. Of course, I'm just going to, we're just going to go down round table each of our number 10s the way it's listed on here which is Danny, Sam, and then Nick and then back around, back around going downtown 
Um, anybody got initial thoughts? Because I, I have an initial thought. Oh, for like the whole year? Yeah, for like the whole year. Do you have an initial, like, because I'll tell you just for me, pers- and this is just a personal thing for me, is there were so many shows that I wanted to put on my top 10, and there were so many things that I didn't watch because, like, I got a new job in the fall, and, um, you know, a lot of BS happening in the spring, and I kind of was just fumbling a little bit, and I, I tried to... I just, like, felt really bad because I was as I was going through all the pages to like pick my top 10 i was like man why didn't i why didn't i finish this why didn't i watch this one? Oh man i wanted to watch that one and i just dropped the ball and i you know i want to be able to relay that stuff to you but that being said our podcast the reason why i like it is because it's three hosts who tell you what we like personally and then our listeners from what i've heard you know they our tell listeners us the correct answers for you, maybe because you don't know your own opinion, you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. <laughs> but like, I don't well, know. Li- YouTube re- reviews t- this time. Our our listeners will always be like, "Oh man, my I can align my taste with like Danny and Nick's, or or man, man, my taste is kind of like Sam's, or mine's kind of like Danny's, or I I'm I'm with Nick on that one. I feel more like Nick's taste aligned with mine, that kind of thing. And I think that's why I like our podcast because like you know, it's not a straight up review podcast. It's a straight up like. Yeah, we're reviewing this for you because we liked it, and let's, and we can recommend you. Like, well, I think Nick is the best recommender here, but like, it's it's school easier days, for Watch Club. Aside from school days, but like you know, like I feel like, you know, that's why our podcast is why people like it is because we can tell you what we like. We the- all have our our like we all have our shtick. I th- yeah, Danny. Danny's is like the Fujo romance. Card captory, fruits baskety, girly anime, and she would destroy me in that. And um, I would, like I would like to change robots. that term from girly and, to feminine. Okay, feminine-y, and then uh, yeah. So Sam <laughs> is, uh, Sam is is the dreidel. What what is that game called again? Oh my god, dude, I can't fucking think. I think my uh, taste is like. What's that is, game where you throw your little your spinning top in the middle? Beyblade? You're the Beyblade, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, proxy look, battles. Leave the proxy battles robots, out of this. Beyblades and Animal Face Johnsons. That's some. It's eclectic but picky. Yes. That's what I'll say. And then Hipster. I am uh, just trash and uh, avant-garde art but we still watch stuff outside of that, though, and I think what's yeah, cool yeah. about we it... Yeah, like Shonen. Yeah, I think what's cool about it is, like, like I think it's diverse between the three of us, but, man, like, our listener, our listeners has, together, I think, has the most diverse taste. You know, it's so, it's so amazing, like, how diverse the taste is among all of our listeners, and I just think that's really cool. That being said, and it's going a good forward, thing that we have different top tens, everybody, because that means there was many good shows this year, unlike twenty twenty. That's what <laughs> I was going like, to say. That's what I was going to say. It's good to have a variety. It's like the Ghibli movies; like you can you can pretty much order them in any any order. Right, right. 
That being said, I do want to watch more, and I will do better this year to watch more. And I know you guys are going to go like, Sam, don't beat yourself up. We love your content the way it is, blah, blah. You do great. We just love you. That's fine. But, like, I, for me personally, I just, like, for me, I want to do it for me. I want to be able to watch more. Like, I got to get on that Nick watching habit time. Oh, you know, no, you like, don't. I've, I've slacked off big time. Okay, I'm like circa 2016. Yeah, Nick, 2016. You know I mean? That was my heyday. Yeah, tw- circa nobody 20- could touch me. Nobody. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Until I came around, except for Bob, man. Bob. Yeah, man, I need uh, I need Danny. Just <laughs> I need Danny graduating. Oh, yeah, Danny. I need Danny, Dad- Danny goes even further beyond Super Saiyan three for like. She goes even two beyond, <laughs> and I don't even do it at two times speed. Danny's I need hair to- grows out to like triple the length of her body and it's all golden and she's like spirit bombing us <laughs> and then i'm just i'm just in a crater like yamcha <laughs> she's she's that she's that fan art from the early 2000s where somebody drew a super saiyan sailor moon so it was sailor moon but it was like really spiky super long hair <laughs> but like no like yeah i want to do circa 2016 nick circa graduating from college danny that's like the level i'm trying to get like but anyway that being said what are your guys' initial thoughts about this year? I thought it was a great year and Honestly, that we missed a lot of shows. Like, or there I missed a lot was, of shows. There was a, a lot of shows that I really I really liked this year. Like there were a lot of good um hitters and, and everything like that. And and this and, and like my I was even listing my honorable mentions because I was going down the list of the full year. And I was just all like, man, like, I liked this show. I liked this show. This show was good. And I'm just like, crap, like, my honorable mentions list is is really long. And I don't want to put too much it on there. But because there, you know, there's there's so much that you can say about this, about 2021. Yeah, there's so. like 200 shows that came out or 160 or some stupid, stupid amount. And I think it's. I think the only reason why there was like a lot of shows this year was because a lot of them were delayed from 2020. Yeah. So, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Looking so back I at my 2020, like we were definitely, I feel thin. like we were definitely overwhelmed with the amount of shows that came out. In yeah, 2021. there was there was a few times this year where where we did the season review and Nick was like. There's just too much shows. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have time, even at two times speed. I what mean, about even you, in Nick? my honorable mentions, like I didn't even enlist the ones that I like, the ones that I really enjoyed. I just mentioned a few that I remember. <laughs> right. What about you, Nick? What do you think about uh, 2021? I'm just comparing it to 2020, and 2020 for me, not counting sequels. Right. It only had like maybe five really good shows. Maybe not. Maybe only like four really good shows from 2020 for right, me. Right. But there's there's a few pretty good sequels there. But yeah, 2021. There there's there's a shitload of good stuff, and another show that I'll name later. Uh, but you know, I I had some trouble making my top ten here, and I did not include. I purposely did not include any sequels in my list. So. I got a few sequels in mine. I know you guys did. That's fair. You know, I just I was just trying to do it my way. So, yeah, I actually when when I was I I I cut out a few of seasonal ones. The only one that I have is well, we'll talk about it later. So, but I only have one this year. You can guess what it is. There were definitely there were (laughs) there were definitely 
a, a lot of good shows. I mean, even the sequels were really, really good, too. Um, but, you know, we have mm-hmm. to give some of, like, the newer shows that don't have second seasons a chance to, like, shine and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, we don't want to do the so. Crunchyroll thing where it's like, My Hero Academia every year. You know, we're not doing that. As much as I love my hero, the fact oh, that yeah, it won good. the the fact that it won best fight over that Momoshiki fight from Boruto pissed me off. So <laughs> dumb. Anyway, that was hey, like that's the whole ago. point of award shows is they try to get you angry. Okay, that's that's what they they, they want to get a rise out of me. Yeah, yeah, because they, they know I'm sensitive. Yeah, they know I'm sensitive and get mad at everything. Okay, here we go, Danny. As long as you're going, let's start with your number ten, huh? Oh, okay. Um, well, my number and make 10 it snappy. Is- My number <laughs> ten is. Skate. Oh no! She's going at <laughs> halftime speed. My, it's my kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, skate was fucking cool, man. Oh, dude, it, love it. It's just so freaking pretty, and and I love like, that Nick loved it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was just like super surprising when when like Nick is all like, "This is awesome!" Like, I'm just, it's just like, a bunch of bros celebrating each other's strength. <laughs> for real, yeah, for real. Like, it's not gay; it's friendship, dude. It's not gay. It's dude. It's just, dude, I'm, you're sucking my dick. If anything, you're gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> I barely even like it. But yeah, the says the person are, who really enjoyed the op to it. Yeah, that was yeah. The best no, I was never mind. I was trying to <laughs> pretend that I was trying to pretend that uh, that I was getting an act uh, acted upon me, and then I was. Yeah, just just start talk. Just talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so like, you yeah, know, the characters were super cool and um, you know, even some of like the supporting characters were designed the, the designs were like just really out there and just, you know. I mean, it's the same like just the same director who directed uh Free, um, you know, Hiroko uh Itsumi. That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, I mean, she even directed uh, banana fish as well so um in 10 seconds danny what is skate skate is about two boys who skate on skateboards it's not it's not like you're on ice it's it's like with skateboards and they race and they and, race and they race <laughs> in a thing called s is not what it's called s like, i don't know or, yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. They it's go down really a like, hill. <laughs> it's not really like street skating. Like It's pretty um, much, it's like yeah. it's like initial D on skateboards. They do do some street skating, though. Like, they do do ollies and It's shit, initial like, D on yeah. skateboards. And yeah. I will say, I mean, this show definitely had a, like, a big antagonist. I mean, I would even say he's a villain, really. Oh, yeah, Adam? Adam? Yeah. My boy. Like, I, I would say he was, like... For for a show that um, isn't really like you know that kind of like shonen spark kind of thing, but it had it had those like similar elements where it just it kept you engaged in what was going on, and it gives you like that bad guy that you know the the heroes need to go up against and everything. And I think Langa definitely um, delivered a lot of um, his growth throughout the whole show, especially from when he was pretty much practically a pro, a pro snowboarder and he's never, um, 
skateboarded before and stuff like that. So he definitely takes on that whole um, prodigy uh, personality. And um, and and even with Re- with uh, Reiki as well, like he, you know, you saw him at his lowest and he thought that like he wasn't as good as Longa, but then he, he realized... He well, he realized that <laughs> him, like, like he is definitely, he's, he's good at different things that Longa isn't good at. So yeah, he's not um, better, just different, you know, like he kind of, yeah, realizes, like yeah. he little, has little his, different. he has his strong, <laughs> like Reiki has his strong points and Longa has his strong points too. Right, so, right, right. um, and that's what I really liked about the show. Because they um, complement each other that way. Like, throughout yeah, the show. yeah. And, and I, I mean like, and, and they were like, they're you know, best friends and everything like that. So, um, and, and, you know, it's not like the whole where they never fight or anything like that. They definitely had, um, you know, their issues and stuff like that, especially with, with Reiki. Like he, you know, didn't want to speak to Longa anymore. And he didn't even want, like, he felt like he didn't even want to skateboard anymore either. So, um, there were definitely some turmoils among, you know, the characters and stuff like that. Made for I interesting mean, as it went on, yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, even all the the supporting characters um, in the show uh, were great. So, uh, okay, I, I yeah, hell yeah. So, so it's a good one. Um, yeah, so good I that knew, it might be mentioned later. I knew, I knew, Danny would really like that one. And, uh, yeah, I didn't I th- think I would like that one at all. Yeah, I thought it was great, yeah. Um, so the reason why my number 10 is the way it is is because... Yeah, Sam. So... <laughs> what the hell? I know, so we're, we're it, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, but like it, it, it's literally... Actually, I, I would probably interchange it between 9 and 10. Like I feel like they tie. Um, but that's because I... And that's this is just a personal dumb thing. It's my fault because I like the manga better. But I put Tokyo Revengers at ten because Studio Leiden Films, okay, and they did twenty four episodes, went from spring to fall, and uh, or summer to fall. Sorry, and uh, I just it's it's not that it was bad. It was a really it was a pretty good adaptation, and it was it, they did it pretty well and everything. Um, it's just that I. You know, I read the manga. You're a filthy and the, manga reader. I think the manga is better than the anime. Um, and I, I mean, just, I will definitely agree with you on that. That's true for most. However, manga. comma, you know, the anime definitely like kicked me in the butt and said, "You have to go watch. You have to read this because you're not going to be able to wait. You know, once a week for one episode to they come." They got out. Danny. <laughs> right, right, right. The anime was a successful advertisement. <laughs> it, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was almost like, and I mean, uh, the the manga sales have skyrocketed since the anime. You know what I mean? Right. So I, yeah, I think I think if if a lot if a lot of it happened because, like, what happened to Danny, like you know that makes total sense. If there are some anime only people, that's fine too. It's just that I I've just I've loved it for a long time, and I just had I had did a lot of thinking while I was making this top ten, and I just like the manga better. And, uh, but I'm glad that it got made and I can't wait till they make more because I know it's going to get people hooked and it's such a cool story 
and it's about Takemichi transferring back in time. I, I won't get too much into the weeds of how he does it, but he relives his his uh, delinquent days and gets involved in the more higher up rank gang shit, Bosuzuku gang shit going on, and it so it's straight up butterfly effect. Every time he tries to fix something. Mm-hmm. Something fucks gets fucked up in the yeah. future, and he goes I, back a few times, and it's it's really cool. I will also say that I feel like Tokyo Revengers, for your list at least, Sam, it's it's at a good point. Like it's I, I, I now that I, I I've recollected my thoughts and I started thinking while you were talking. Um, I would also say that like. It it got heavily edited and censored for yeah. for us. We've mentioned that before. We so, don't need to go over it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just like pointing it out that like yeah. it's for being it be uh, on Sam's list for being at number ten. Like that's also kind of like a key point on like you know it was good, but you know it was just heavily edited and censored for and the also, US and everything. Yeah, and also for me, the manga just goes a little faster. There's a little bit too much exposition. Well, yeah, you can go at whatever speed yeah. you want. You know what? You know what make the anime go faster, Sam? Putting it at two times speed. Don't say it. Don't say <laughs> it. Now you're getting it. <laughs> now you know why. That's the secret. Uh, but yeah, uh, that being said, you know I love delinquent gang shit. I love that. It's like one of my favorite like anime manga genres ever. So like, I would hope. I, and I'm, this is me still holding out for a Crows, a re-adaptation like adaptation of Crows. Like, you know, hopefully people love Tokyo Revengers so much that they start getting into others like Drop and um, Crows and Worst and QP and things like that. I think Ken Wakui is doing a good job with the story right now. It's, a, it's getting a little slightly dragged out a little bit because the chapters are getting short. But, like, um, this last chapter was pretty long. And I'm very excited to – I'm pretty sure it's towards the end right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah, Tokyo it's Revengers is like, great. Uh, it's kind of like Erased or ReZero or Steins Gate, if anybody hasn't seen it yet. It's a little bit like those. It's a little different too. but I would say it's more close to Erased than yeah. Steins I'm just It's yeah. kind of a mixture of all of them, you know. Yeah, but but then add in, like, the delinquent gang shit and people punching each other for some gang shit. Yeah, like, yeah. It's really, yeah. So, yeah. Does Dorara uh, have that? This is on the recommendations, too. I don't know. I've never seen But anyways, Nick, uh, what about your number 10? So my number 10 I just changed. Uh, I think it used to be a different one. Uh, but I, 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 I saw it on your guys' list, so I figured I'd highlight something else. Also, I think I like this one better anyway. Okay, don't toy with me, Miss Nagataro. This is my number 10. That one was a good one. <laughs> I almost course, put Nick. that on, but, you know. Nick's favorite anime is the girl annoying the main Ooh. guy. She has a skin fang, <laughs> and she's tan, and she has almost a five head, but not quite, and she bullies me, because I am the protagonist in this story, okay? That's me, not Naoto. Naoto is Nick, and I'm getting bullied. Nickto. And, yeah, so that's, like, the whole point of this. It's it's pretty much the same as uh, Uzaki-chan, uh, Takagi-san. Takagi-san. Any of the bullying anime, um, what is it, uh, Girlfriend, Rent-A-Girlfriend a little bit? Uh, not really, but kind uh, of. Not really. This is on no. the list, so I don't know why people are recommending it. It's probably because the main guy's a loser. 
But yeah. Yeah, well, he always is, you know. <laughs> In it's it's so that I can feel better by comparison. It's like, bro, I would have got it. I would have done it. <laughs> I would have got it. I would have taken her right there in the art room. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but yeah, um, Nick, you like you like these shows because yeah, I was over. actually first introduced to this before the show came out. There's a video on YouTube. I mentioned it in our review. I forgot the name of the video, but it's like the it, it's like this music video of like Nagataro and a couple of other anime girls just like sneering down at you, and it's like this it's like this like deep bass music. I'm like, oh, that's what she is. Okay, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, it's just it's actually a very cute romance. And it it actually has like some some feels to it a little bit near the end, um, and uh, you know it, it, she, she it's like it's great because Nagataro is kind of like the uh, she's kind of like uh, uh, he said no pickles meme you know what I mean like when Peach is, is is defending Luigi no not Peach Daisy you guys know that meme right yeah yeah, yeah. no excuse yeah, me like, he said no pickles where the <laughs> yeah the girlfriend. Up. And That's, like Luigi is just standing like coy in the background, like he's too embarrassed to to send it back. <laughs> That's me to Trisha, dude. She because she has like a little bit of anxiety, you know. She's like, yeah, they they forgot my you know my to my pickles. I'm like, oh, do you want me to turn around? She's like, no, I don't want you to tell you, I dude. I, if a girl did that for me, I'm just saying, uh, wedding ring right there. Let's go. But I'm okay, like, I turn around and be like, dude, I'm turning around right now, dude. Like, you want pickles? We can get you pickles. Like, Sam so. goes full. Uh, uh, what's that? Oh crap! What's I can't remember the name of the movie, but the, the you know the movie where the guy's in the restaurant and he like pulls out a gun and he's like the customer is right. Give me the give me the breakfast. Oh yeah yeah I forgot that it, yeah 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 I know what you're talking about. He's like at some like burger place yeah, but yeah yeah dude all right um but so yeah yeah uh, Nagataro it's uh f- oh falling down that's the name of the movie falling down it. Yeah, right. but yeah okay it, that has nothing to do with with Nagataro yeah. <laughs> 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 that that would be Sam being doing the pickle meme, which is that's like Nagataro. Me. So that's yeah, we're me. connecting them. That's but me yeah, getting pickles. Nagataro's yeah. probably the cutest girl of the year too. Maybe hmm? question mark? I don't know. Okay, and you know it's just it's just a fun rom com. That's what it is. It's, it's a really good rom com. Everybody check it out. If you like bullying, there you go. If you like bullying, <laughs> there you go. All right, Danny, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine is actually B stars. Um. Actually, wait, hold on. Whoops, I was looking at the wrong list. <laughs> I was looking at yours. <laughs> Whoops. Nope, you already said it, Danny. Your word is binding. <laughs> no, no, no. My number nine is Ranking of Kings. <laughs> Whoops. King in our Discord is just Arthur fisting right now. Just number nine. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Arthur fisting. Okay, to be fair, the reason why it's number nine is because it's not finished yet. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, but the uh, man, this show is just so cute, and I I'm just in love with the main character. Uh, you know, uh, Boji Boji Gang. It's yeah, Boji. Boji Gang. Boji Gang. Boji Gang. Boji Gang. Adorable, and I really I really loved. Um, you know, when him and um, Kaji, like, first met met and everything, and, you know, Kaji was all like, give me your clothes and all your money. And, oh, and Bo- <laughs> keeps Boji. giving him stuff. Yeah, and he just keeps, like, giving him all his clothes, and then, you know, he just keeps going home, you know, just in his underwear and everything like that, so. Boji's first friend. Um, 
And what is what is ranking of kings, Danny? You gotta you gotta in ten seconds. What is ranking of kings? Ranking of kings is about uh, a prince named Boji who is also who is deaf and also a mute, um, and he wants to go on an adventure with his friend Kaji um, to become a king himself because his brother actually took the throne from him, his stepbrother. So, well, and there's a bunch brother. of like never mind half brother machinations going on in the background. There's like a magic mirror and like yeah, there's a magic there's mirror, other you know, and and also Boji is um the speed like he's not a an, a human. He's actually um, a species oh, of giant. giants. Yeah, he's part giant, but, but he's he, also small. Well, no, he's not part giant. He is a giant. It's just that something went wrong. Imagine if he wasn't a giant, how small he would be. (laughs) I think he would pretty much be the same size. Boji is basically me because I'm part Dutch, but I'm only like 5'8", 5'9". So (laughs) I am Boji. (laughs) But yeah, it's still still going. So that's why I didn't put it Yeah, so that's why I put it. That's pretty much why I put it at number nine. I think that's fine to include it, honestly. If it's good enough... Fuck it. I, I put, honestly, it's on my list. Where is it? You'll have to find out. It's on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. But yeah, Ring of Kings is really good. Y'all should watch it. Uh, okay. Number nine for me, I put Beastars Season 2 because Animal Face Johnson's. What more? See, I was going to put this, but then I decided not to because I already have something else uh, of a continuing season, so... And the reason it was lower for me is because I didn't enjoy it as much as season one. And as much as I loved it, the things I'm going to talk about above, I enjoyed more. So that's just for this year. Yeah, I I, I can agree with you on that. I feel like, you know, ever since it, it, you know, Netflix got B-stars. So, like, we had, like, we literally had to wait, you know, almost an entire you know, season for it to, to like just air for us and stuff. So I'm actually hoping now that Netflix is kind of like getting their shit together and doing episodes weekly, even though they're like a week behind on when Japan um, airs them and stuff. I'm hoping that for season three of V-Stars, it'll, it'll start like, airing weekly instead of just like throwing it all at us and everything oh yeah because netflix is starting to do that now yeah 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 so but i i will say the events that happen in season two like were honestly my my most favorite when i while when i was reading the manga i still haven't finished reading the manga yet and i really need to finish it because season three is actually going to be b star's final season so I have to get right. on that bandwagon and wa- and read right. it. So and uh, you know, Legoshi best boy. Okay, that's all I'm I mean, gonna say. Hands down. Do they find out who ate the other animal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Was it was it uh, was it Legoshi all along? <laughs> I'm guessing. How about you just to... okay? Fuck off. How about dude. you just like, watch yeah, it? Yeah. How about okay? you just read? We didn't watch it. I take that as a yes. Okay, I'm not watching it. I already know what happens. 
Okay, shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, also, the OP is really good. Kaibutsu by Yoasobi. That is my favorite It's so sick. I love it. It was on our. Put a little clip of it in there. It was our. It was on our radio hour. No, it's on our radio hour. You can go to our radio hour. Listen to fucking radio hour, bitch. But yeah, no, I fucking. Yeah, it's like Animal Face Johnson's in high school. Or no, it's like an academy. But yeah, it's like I mean, you know, it's still it's, high school. It's like Riverdale, but Animal Face Johnson's. It's and like not Euphoria, terrible. but less horny. But or less, more but horny. less. Maybe it's but more less because it's animals. It could be less or more horny, and it's Animal Face Johnson's. And Legoshi is just having trouble finding balance I need to watch between. Euphoria. <laughs> yeah, it's like Zootopia anime because like there's predators and like you yeah. know non predators. Well, not and, really, but I don't know. I've heard people say it's not like Zootopia, but I haven't seen Zootopia, so I don't know. No, what just just about. in terms of like the theme of like predators and non-predators living amongst each other. You know what I mean? Like just that theme by itself. But oh, like, so it's like Jawa's yeah. reincarnation, predators and okay. non-predators. Okay. <laughs> All right, Nick, just say your number nine before I, you ruin something else. All the just men are the predators. <laughs> All right, uh, my number nine. Oh, what did I pick for number nine? Ah, Taisho Maiden Fairy Tale. This one came out of left field. Show this sucks. is uh, this is something Danny would like. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet, Danny. And frankly, I'm offended. Uh, this is a wait. A which one? Taisho Maiden oh, Fairy Tale. Listen, I Arceus came out, and so I started playing that. So I didn't okay, have well, time to watch anything. That's fine. You you can no longer <laughs> yell at Nick for playing Pokemon Unite yeah. in place of watching it. Danny, I'll, I will forgive you if you post ugly Arceus screenshots and at Sen on Discord. It's not that ugly. God, it's really it. not that bad. It's it literally looks like a Pokemon okay. game. So, wh- Everyone is comparing it to Breath of the Wild. That's why people are saying that it's it you looks can't, ugly. You can't beat the greatest game of all time, but you know. Okay, okay Taisho Maiden Fairy Tale. Talk about your freaking show, okay? Taisho Maiden Fairy Tale. Okay. Uh, uh, this takes place in 1992 in Japan, and they are uh, okay. You got you got a rich boy. He hurt his hand. His mom died in a car crash. He he's all sad and shit. His dad's an asshole. He sends him to live off in uh, some some faraway uh, uh, house, and then uh, this girl is sold to their family, and turns out she's fucking angel. She's basically literally the perfect waifu, and um, it's it's just a very sweet romance show. And like she she heals him. He helps her. Uh, she also heals his sister. She's basically like, th- like this, this girl should be in the show Aria. <laughs> like, cause that's how like, like ridiculously, uh, like saccharine she is there. I use a different word. Um, Yuzuki, that's her name. And that's kind of the show. Like they it, it, look, it's not like a masterpiece or anything, but in terms of, of romance, it's just like, it's like, if you want something like ultra super duper sweet, that's kind of what this is. It's almost like uh, Orimonogatari, I would say, except in a, in a different uh, time period. Um, uh, and apparently a little bit like Fruits Basket. I'm seeing some other things on here. Uh, Duke of Death and his maid. Tony, Tony Kaku Kawaii, a little bit like that, a little bit, probably better, definitely a better show than that one. But uh, although the OP is not as good, that that OP was a bop. No, but, Tony Kaku Kawaii is better than this one. This one sucked. No, you're on. Fuck you. Have you watched it yet, son? What are you talking about? <laughs> Taisho Maiden Fairy Tale. I watched enough to know the guy is just a little bitch. Yeah, he's a Shinji, and he gets better. He eventually teaches kids. Okay? There you, you go. You should teach kids to fucking kill your dad when they're being a dick. That's <laughs> all you have to do. Oh, my God. Yeah, we went over this last do. time. <laughs> all okay. you have to do, dude, is man up. Actually, not man up, but just, you know, grow a pair of tits. Why don't you? Okay? Take a knife. 
slay your dad in the jugular, take all his fucking money, win. Huh, looks like no one was in there all along. All right. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, certain uh, uh, viewers might get that reference. Don't Nobody say it. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, Taisho Maiden Fairy Tale, great romance. I, I just realized I have two romances right away, and this is so not me. So I got I to gotta fix this shit, okay? Okay. Uh, my top, my top I wouldn't, romance. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. I think no, it's I fine. know. I'm just saying I need to like put some manly things so I don't look so I don't look soft. Oh God. Okay, Danny, what's your number eight? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bucky, um, you're going to number eight. <laughs> um, my number eight is Wonder Egg Priority. Um, I know it's pretty low because. Not as low as I mine. Mean, well, no, that, that I mean show it's is definitely. I mean, it's definitely, definitely like a staple, and and it definitely, you know, had its trending um, phase and everything like that. So, um, but I mean, as much as I really enjoyed watching it and stuff, it it to me it was a little bit on the slow pace. For for me at least, and and um, when did it come out? Oh, winter. I mean, all that matters is is. So, are you saying it's low in general or low to you? Because all that matters. No, just is low low to me. Okay, I'm pretty that's, sure that's what if matters. I I'm pretty sure if I rewatched it just to refresh my memory and and everything like that, um, I'm pretty sure I would rank it higher in my in my list. So. But, um, I mean, there was even controversy for that final episode. What is Wonder so. Egg priority in 10 seconds? Um, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> because <laughs> it's also on someone else's list. So I'm going to let Well, just like basically what, what type it. of show is it? It's literally like a magical girl show. It's okay. like Madoka Magica. Yeah, except without like the transformation part. And yeah. There's uh, it deals with uh, these four girls trying to through going through these dreams by cracking an egg, and then dealing with the person that comes out of the egg, and uh, dealing with yeah, like, like girls' suicide. It's like, it's like flip flappers a little bit. Yeah, it's a little flip flapperish actually. Yeah, very much so. But like we can talk about more talk about it more later. Uh, but yeah, it's I think it's a very great show. I I love Wonder Egg Priority and uh, yeah. Okay. I ordered the special edition Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that should be coming in April. I missed the art book. I really wanted the art book with the cells in it. <sighs> Maybe I'll find it on Sendico. I don't know, but yeah, we'll talk about it. But I, I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, Danny. I feel like a lot of people had a lot to say about the last episode. I definitely have mm-hmm. a lot to say about it. It, it, because it was weird, right? Because like it. It aired in spring, and then the last episode came out in summer. Yeah. Oh, well, this so one was plagued actually with production the Wonder issues. Egg aired in winter. Yeah, they had to delay like some. Oh, episodes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And then they had to like yeah. really delay the last one, and it was like a special. And there was a whole thing about it, and a lot of people. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, one of those shows winter, with like yeah. really high highs, but then really low lows, <laughs> potentially depending on your taste. Right. Yeah, so but the the last episode aired in s- June. Spring, in June, yeah. Yeah. Tech, yeah. So. Yeah. Mhm. 
Yeah. Okay. It was good. I mean, you know, it, it had its moments and, you know, you definitely have to mentally prepare yourself when watching this show. Now, have I you watched two times speed? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, aside <laughs> from Nick. Don't watch it at two times speed, yeah, please. Except, uh, yeah, aside from Saw Nick over here, uh, like, yeah, I very much, if you're going to watch it, and we'll, I'll talk a bit more about it later, but if you're going to watch it, like, super trigger warning on, like, suicide and sexual assault and other stuff. I'm just saying. But, uh, anyway. Yeah, dude. Uh, sorry, Danny. Were you done, or I didn't want to cut you? No, off? I was done. I mean, I okay. I don't really have much to talk about of it and stuff because, like I said, like it was it aired think, in, in winter, so I think you want to rewatch it, don't you? I kind of do, in all honesty, because I or at least I the parts felt, where I felt like no, I I actually want to rewatch the whole thing. Okay. Um, because from what I remember with the show is there were some parts where I wasn't really paying attention. Like I kind of, I kind of got bored with some parts because of, of the pace. Yeah. The it. last, there's like some episodes near the end weren't as like the, the first like eight episodes were the best ones, I think. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. yeah. And because um, they and had production issues. So they had to like fuck around with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of, I feel like if it, if it, I want to say if it has an English dub, I, I kind of want to watch the, the dub and see if I'm more, um, like engaged in watching it versus watching it in sub because I, I kind of, there were even a couple episodes where I actually like ended up falling asleep with it on. I'm just so oh, like, he's sure. not good. <laughs> yeah, there is a there is a dub for it. Um Yeah. Michaela Krantz actually plays I. Um, oh nice. Yeah, so but anyway, yeah, okay, for sure. Uh my number eight is Comey Can't Communicate. And it's just <laughs> like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, so man. good. And I and I and and yeah, it's it's just this girl Comey. She's just got the social anxiety so bad to the point where she just can't talk to people. And uh, she meets a guy named Tadano, and he tries to help her get a hundred friends. And just like the, each episode, kind of goes through that. Some episodes are segmented into like two or three smaller uh, episodes, and uh, it's based on a manga, I think. And I just it uh, is okay, and. I am getting more and more into these slice of life shows. I tell you what, but like, I never thought that I would like something almost as much as Dragon Maid, and this came super. So close. how come it's on number eight and not higher? Well, I mean, I didn't like it as much as Dragon Maid because <laughs> I love Dragon Maid, but like, I just oh, I don't know what you're getting at. But like, yeah, it, it, it came close, <laughs> is what I said. It came close. Um, in terms of slice of lives that I like. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. It's just super cute. It's really adorable. And each episode, you're, she's kind of making a new friend. And each, like, she's realizing as she goes on that everybody else has some kind of quirk about them, you know. And they don't really view her anxiety as something that cripples her as much as it is, like. And plus, they're kind of naive about it because they don't fucking realize that that's what she has. They think that she's just quiet because she's, like 
super beautiful and whatever, you know, and um, I think that kind of works in her favor because then she's able to, like, get away with things, which also is like a double-edged sword. It's kind of a curse because she wants to talk. And uh, it's, yeah, it's just kind of funny in that way. It's like very uh, Three's Company misunderstanding, Three's Company type misunderstanding, like sitcom mm-hmm. misunderstandings happening, and it's just really cute. Um, and you, you kind of gain, like, start liking the other characters and such, and it's just it's just a really good show. I think it's really good. And uh, I, I can't wait to see more of it. So, uh, yeah, and I really love the character designs. And the OP, the animation in the, the OP, the song is good. I really like the song. But whoever did the, and I didn't look this up, I'm sorry. Uh, I was on Saka Gabor just a second ago. But um, whoever did the animation and the keyframing and the coloring, the color design for the OP is just... Woo! Lord. Really good. Uh, but yeah, I think it's better than, uh, better than, uh, Miss Nagatoro. Miss Nagatoro sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wasn't named God in her classroom. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're like, no, we can't nominate Comey as class president. She's she better than that. <laughs> they kept adding, like, different things. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh, man. All right. I probably should have put that on my list. I'm just trying to mix it up so I have different ones. All right. This one actually should have been number 10 for me, but fuck it. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Heike Monogatari, the Heike story. We talked about this one last season. This is is a weird one because, like, this is – okay, this is by Science Saru and directed by Naoko Yamada. And it's got, like, heavy hitters. It's got uh, Kensuke Ushio, I think, did the music. Um, yep. In terms of, like, production and just, like, how it looks, how it sounds, like, not not just the music, but, like, sound effects and everything. It, like, this show is really, really good as far as that goes. But it, the, the downside to it is, like, it's based on a historical period. Um, I, I forget which era it is in Japan. But anyway, back a couple hundred years ago, give or take. Uh, no, maybe not that long, like eh, maybe about 200, give or take. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's like, it's these two clans that are fighting and there's a young girl who has like, who has a, a, a special eye that lets her see the future. She's kind of like the audience, like insert basically. And she like shows us the story of these clans fighting. And, um, it's like, it's got like a historical, uh, you know, swords and bows and arrows, Japan, uh, you got kimonos, you got you got uh, you know, people doing that type of thing, but it's 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 weird because it's it's not like super enjoyable or like easy to watch, um, but it's such a vibe and like the ED is so good and like you could just put it on, and just kind of enjoy it and it does have a dub too so you could actually watch it with the dub too, um, I think it has a dub and it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Katanagatari, not as good and not as like. It's not as like fantasy, uh, styled. Uh, Hyoge Mono is the other, probably the biggest comparison is Hyoge Mono, I think. Uh, just looking at the mal recommendation here for now. Dororo is a little bit like this, but that that one's much more fantasy oriented because like he's he has like no organs and stuff, and he's like alive. Demons so. and shit. Yeah. yeah, there's like demons. Did and all you that. say you you? Uh, I'm sorry, Nick. You said uh, Katana Gatari was similar to this. Um, only in like the time period. It's not okay. at all like because really it's similar. it's the second recommendation, and um, 
on any list. Yeah, Katana Gatari is also Mononoke much more enjoyable. Is a recommendation, but this on one they, they both have like a lot of like talking and, and story to them. Uh, this one, probably the best character for this is uh, is the girl. What's her name? Uh, Biwa Tokuko. No, no, B- oh, Biwa is not the best character. Biwa is actually like almost not a character at all. She's just she's That's just kind of yeah. She's she's just like the audience and sort of yeah. yeah. Tokuko. Yeah, I almost yeah, wish yeah, they didn't yeah. put her in the story at all. To be honest, but uh, Tokuko is kind of like the main like crux of it. And so yeah, yeah it's just historical Japan, Japanese cool shit. Really great production values, but on, but like. I didn't actually enjoy it as much as some other stuff, but it's so good. I just put it on the list. So there you go. That's it. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it as much as I loved everything about it. I just didn't enjoy it as much as everything else on my list. And because I'm not super into like old, like, you know, old world Japan stuff like that, you know, really for any, not even just Japan, but like any kind of historical like piece. Yeah. Period in, pieces. It's a little Period bit, it's piece, a little yeah. bit dry. Yeah, it can be. It definitely can be. Yeah, but um, the animation director is Takashi Kojima, and he is like one of the chief animation directors for like Attack on Titan final season for Fate Apocrypha and Devilman Crybaby. He was an episode director and animation director, so it's yeah, just Saru. Like, yeah, he worked for them. He's baller, dude. He's he's awesome. So okay, yeah, dude. Okay, Danny, what do you got for number seven? Seven. I was thinking about I putting sh- Vivi Florida eyes, but I forgot what happened in that show. <laughs> 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 My memory's so fucking bad right now. Um, I can't remember what this one is, Danny, that you have on here. Kageki Shoujo? That's yeah, the... Um, oh, I could have put that one, too. Um. Oh, yeah. The, okay. The, like all girls uh school for like dancing singing and acting and okay i never got to watch i never got to peak game on this with one. best girl watanabe sada pine, sada yes. watanabe studio pine jam yeah 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 that's my favorite this, topping on a waffle but this i almost ended up not watching this because it was so low um like for popularity and stuff and then i made you um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember. But anyway, this show, I mean, it's definitely not something that I really particularly go for. Like, I'm, I'm not really a fan of, of like a school that revolves around singing. Like I didn't like, for example, uh, review Starlight. I did not like that show at all. Um, it, yeah, that, that one was kind was, of like Utena and like Idolmaster or something. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I wished I liked Review Starlight more. Yeah, that was I, like way better I, directed I, though. That was way more interesting to look at. I wished I liked Review Starlight, but I I feel like it was just too like Idolmaster for me. Yeah, to yeah. Enjoy I don't know if I said it. the right Idol show, but it was yeah. Well, it was definitely like way Princess more Tutu. Idol show for for review starlight over this like this does not like literally break into song kind of like a musical and um, they fight each other this and is they fight each other like, yeah this is more yeah. straight up just like a drama where or not drama but like you know like a here's these girls and they're in this thing and they're tr- you know yeah and like they're they're actually like trying because like there's the school that they go to uh kauka school of musical and theater uh theatrical arts like they are specifically 
known for um, their performances. And, you know, you have this girl who, uh, 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 Sarasa Watanabe, she's like 5'10". Um, she's a giant, she, a behemoth. She, she is super tall. She's, she, but she's, uh, to me, she's just so elegant. I feel like she, she like tops the cake and everything like that. Um, oh man, her profile doesn't like say anything about her. That sucks. Her profile just says tall. It literally <laughs> she's just, a beanstalk. like when you click on her, it just gives us her birthday, the age she is, her gender, and her height. There's no information on like her backstory or anything like that. Um, but I mean, this show, like she wants to play a male lead, like, so, um, and, and I feel like that's, you know, super, I, I, I want to say awe-inspiring, um, and but she also has her challenges too. like any time I would say like some of her classmates, you know, at any time Watanabe performs like she starts to act, she has a very perfect imitation on other people's performances. And, you know, all the other other students say, wow, you know, Watanabe is so good at this and that. But then the teachers turn it around and tell and give Watanabe like a harsh critique and say, you know, we want to see. um, So in the show, they do they 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 perform like a small segment of Romeo and Juliet. And uh, Watanabe, she I can't remember. I think she. I think she what she chose to be Tybalt. Um, And Tybalt is a very like strong character and you know she auditioned and um one of the teachers you know told her like it was good but you know you're you're imitating this other um prodigy student that performed this exact uh performance so we want to see your tibble not this other person's so she definitely has those challenges and everything. And then there's the other main character, I, um, where she was a, a former idol and everything. And she kind of has like this trauma with uh, men. And, you know, oh, she's she, her, she, well, she's like kind of like, you know, this grump um, in the beginning of the show. But then she eventually like grows um, you know, into like she has really good character development yeah. um, in the show. I feel so, and I I think I mean who did this? Do, 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 do. Oh, uh, Pine or? Jam, yeah, yeah. Pine oh, Jam. You, you already said that. Yeah. Did I? No, I don't think I said that. Yeah, because I remember I said I liked it on waffles. <laughs> <laughs> I now whose memory is so. bad? <laughs> we're old we don't know <laughs> anyway i mean pine jammer is really like they're they're an up-and-coming studio they don't have a lot of shows under their belt they yeah. did they did glip near um which was pretty good sam's favorite uh, anime you get to become <laughs> the mascot face johnson <laughs> well, i love glip near i heard the manga is really good for that one too we should read that um so Ed, I nominate Gleepnir. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh 
Um, okay. Yeah, some. I think honestly, you should give this show a chance. So. Okay, I might because I I remember when you talked about it, and then I was like, oh shoot. You know what I think you should watch really first cute. though, and I think it's a better show. Skip beat. It's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like uh, whatever Danny was just talking about, Kageki Shoujo. Wow. <laughs> I like Kageki Shoujo too. That was, that was a fun show. Too many girls though. Not enough. Not enough uh, uh, arrogant uh, dudes that they can stop on. Okay. Anyway, Sam, what's your number seven? <laughs> Are we at seven? Um. Yes, there's seven. Um. Number seven was To Your Eternity. Uh, because I wish I liked this show, but I just did not care for it. Yeah, I, I, it's a, it was way too slow for me. But the shit that happens in it is just like, bro, damn. they rip out your face. Wait, I mean your heart. Whatever, they rip out something. Episode one. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then many and episodes after that. <laughs> I kind of, you know what? Like, I, honestly, tragic I stuff happens like, sh- like every few episodes. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. It, it just was like it was kind of like that sleeper one that kind of just. I didn't think much of it, and then when it happened, I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh <laughs> like, man, you know? that scene with uh, with March, the 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 girl. Yeah, I don't want to say exactly what's happening, but like, there. Oh man, there's there's a scene with her and Fushi and uh, and uh, per, uh, Perona. It's like I just like the first cur. I'm just like yeah. I you know what I honestly, um. And I love that Yutada Hikaru did the opening because she's never done an opening for an anime before. Um, she has done the opening for Kingdom Hearts, obviously, but that's like a game, you know? So, like, it was just really interesting to me that she, of all people, like, she's been offered to do them for anime for her whole entire career, and she finally decided to do this one. And it's just like... What is it, though, Sam? You gotta, we got to start We gotta start by saying what the show is <laughs> so so the audience knows. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's what I've been In trying to do. In 10 seconds. That's what I've been trying to do. I forgot. But, like, uh, uh, if they haven't listened to when we talked about it already. But, like, this orb, which they don't call it. They don't have a name. It's just a it or a whatever. It flies to Earth, and then it changes forms by reflecting, like, the living thing it comes in contact with. So then first it's a rock. Then it's, like, it it grows grass on it, and then it becomes a wolf, and then the wolf was like originally friends with this boy and then the boy dies and then it becomes the boy and dude that first episode where the boy dies oh yeah it's, that was it's, like some gut-wrenching shit so it just takes you it just takes you through it's got this music playing yeah the music is and I, I don't know who did the music i should look it up but um it just takes you through the life of this thing that came to Earth. Hikaru and, uh, Utada. No, she did the theme song. Ryo Kawasaki did the music. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Ryo Kawasaki did the music. He's done the music for Fate Grand Order um, and Bakumatsu, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's just – you know what? I'm not even going to – I think everyone should just watch it. And it might, and you know, it might be too slow for you. And if it is, I totally get it because it was super slow for me. And you know that I'm impatient and I like things to go not that slow. But it's just like when the sh- when the shit goes down, it's just like oh, it's just like all right, dude. Like I guess that's what we're doing today is we're just 
you know, we're going to cry today. I guess that's what we're doing. I don't fucking know. You know? You're like Toby Maguire. You going to cry? You going to cry? <laughs> I like posting um, that gif. But yeah. Get me the Spider-Man. It's really good. It's really good. And I think everyone should at least peep game for the first, I want to say five episodes, though. You can't give it a three episode rule. You got to give it like five because. You give the one episode rule, man. Sheesh. The one episode, if the first episode doesn't do it. Yeah, I mean. But, you know. Anyway, Nick, what's your number seven? Sidebar. I don't think Zoomers say sheesh anymore. Do they? Because millennials started saying it. So now it's not cool. I don't know. Maybe they still say it. Can you just tell Anyways, us what your number uh, seven is? My next is? one is, uh, okay, what do we got? Number seven, Sunny Boy. And this one is is uh, one of those hashtag art anime. It's, uh, it's very uh, abstract and weird. It is, uh, it's, it's an original anime by Studio Madhouse. Who directed this? Shingo Natsume directed this. Um, it has actually like really cool animation. It's kind of like the style of it is like you have like it's it's almost like Science Saru. It reminds me a little bit of um, Masaki Iwasa type shows. It's not him, but it reminds me of him a little bit. And this is like a really weird show. Uh, <laughs> I don't even fully understand it. But basically, it's it's you have a bunch of students and they're trapped in like this void dimension, and it's similar to the story Drifting Classroom. And so they each have supernatural powers and they, they explore these powers and but have a bunch of conflicts and rules and they try to survive. And um, it's it's just like a whole bunch of series of like almost like separate like bottle episodes that kind of tie together in the end a little bit. And it's 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 a little bit like Wonder Egg Priority, too. Where you have uh it's just fucking weird. It's like Serial Experiments Lane. I mean, it's like you, you can't even fucking figure out what's going on. Like any, if you like weird anime, if you like, if you like Lane, if you like, um, oh, Lane was good. I need to rewatch that. If you like Tatami Galaxy, if Me you too. like Kaiba, if you like Wonder Egg Priority, uh, they, they do have some mystery. So it's like Yoka a little bit. This is, uh, oh yeah, Mind Game maybe. <laughs> if you like Masaki Yuasa, you'll you'll like this one. Mawaru Penguin Drum is probably a good, probably like a decent comparison, a little bit. Um, a little, I would kinda. say. I would say Wonder Wonder Egg and Maru are probably the farthest, just because those have more story. I think. Yeah, this one has. Whereas, this one is just like a big metaphor, almost. This is like almost. This like one's one of those... closer to Kaiba, I would say, than, than than the other stuff, which you haven't seen yet. Um, Kaiba this is definitely more of an experience. Kaiba like, might be better. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think about that. But uh, so this one, let's see. So it's it's kind of like a metaphor for, um, oh, geez, like a whole bunch of stuff here. Climate change. It's climate change. <laughs> Everything's a climate change. <laughs> it's like you have uh, war, time, human desire to feel special. Um, it's kind of a story about growing up, too, and, and uh, commentary on, like, moving on from a student's life going to, into adulthood um ch- you know using your year your your younger years wisely cuz in Japan they have like shitty work life balance once they're adults it's just like too much work um so that's and it's all it's not like necessarily direct although there's like there, there's like kind of an episode where they're where they're uh like bringing like boulders and stuff up this giant like tower of babel type thing and they just keep br- not boulders but like they bring it up and down stones and like they have to discover stuff about the tower 
Um, oh, you know what? It reminds me a little bit of. Oh my god, what's the show where the girl is on the bike and she's like traveling everywhere? My brain is. Oh, not Kino's working. Journey. Kino's Journey, a little bit. Just like, not. It's not the same story, but it's like you have different ideas. It's like different it's ideas, like day by day. Yeah. yeah, presented in each episode a little bit. Um, you have like this weird like baseball episode with like a monkey and stuff, and it, it's just it's a super weird show. So if you're into that, then uh, check it out. Sunny Boy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a great comparison, though. Yeah, because like, in Kino's Journey, Kino's Journey is easier to understand. But like, Kino, Kino's Journey is more like, oh, this is the uh, the quirk of this town, and like th- these people believe in this or whatever, and I'm here to observe them and, and do this. But I don't know, it's not really that similar to Kino's Journey, but it just kind of reminds me of it. Yeah, because like each, it's just it's the the part where every episode is like has a different theme or yeah, whatever. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we should you know, listen to our review of that. Uh, we did a review of Kino's Journey. But yeah, Sunny Boy is like, it's like an experience, dude. It's really cool. I really like, and plus I just love the way it looks. It's just like, Dude, and the ending theme, whoo! That was on Nick's thing for uh, the radio hour, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, number six. Uh, my I, number six is Case Study of Vanitas. Yeah, this one was good. I didn't finish it, though. What's wrong with you? I didn't even start it. Like, how how can you not finish it? I don't watch bad shows, Danny, so... This Sorry. was not a bad show. <laughs> what kidding. the fuck are you talking about? I know the... I think the AAA podcast hated it. <laughs> of course, they also hated Skate. So who's right? Well, I don't think they I think we are right. about but anyway, um, this show is actually set in 19th century Paris, and uh, a young vampire, Noe, uh, he's, his, his teacher kind of sent him off to search for um, the book of Vanitas, which is apparently uh, the cursed book uh, of four vampires. Um and he ends up meeting, you know, Vanitas, um, but he's a human and he's kind of like a crusader and he's going out and, and quote unquote, curing um, the vampire race because there is kind of like this, I want to say illness going around um, among the vampires where they kind of like forget their names and they've and they they actually become you know those traditional vampires where they like eat human blood and everything like that um the blood, vampires blood. The, <laughs> the, the 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 vampires in uh the case study of vanitas they actually quote unquote are a myth compared uh, in like the human world uh, the vampires actually have another world that they live in, and sometimes they go back and forth between the human world and their world. Um, this show is really good. I think the animation is great. Uh, it is Studio Bones, of course. Um, and I mean, I mean, who doesn't like pretty boys? Like this show is kind of like. 
I only like them if they're a on very skateboards. Very pretty boy Danny. show. Well, it's not like that. There are also hot ladies in there. Plus, there is also a cat face Johnson with two different eyes. I don't like so, two different eyes, Danny. And I don't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I don't understand. Again, this has a freaking cat face Johnson, and I don't understand why Sam isn't on the hype train with this yeah, show. Sam. I forgot so. about it. <laughs> Shame on you. Straight up, I did. But yeah. Um, yeah, but we do. Yeah, but the second part of this show is actually airing right now, and I can't wait to watch it. So, because the ending was definitely like a, this is a very popular a what the show. fuck moment. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, surprisingly, it is. But it, yeah, yeah. It's good that you have it on your list. Now we mm-hmm. won't get. Now we won't get threatened. By the masses. Oh man. Okay, I'm realizing looking at my list, I should have put I should have put Horemiya on here somewhere. Oh, Damn it. Shit. You fucked up. Yeah. You fucked you, up. Oh, you know I what, son? It's fine. I got you covered. Miss Nagataro is better than that anyway. Fuck Whoa. you. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Um Oh man. Nah, dude, I'm doing I might do an audible. Do it. Do Fuck an audible it. for Yeah. Take out Take out Dragon Maid. That show sucks, no way, dude. no way, dude. <laughs> no, fuck you. Oh god, it's so hard. Anyway, uh, no, yeah, my number six is Dragon Maid S because I love Dragon Maid a lot. I mean, that and second season was definitely a hitter. I certainly sure. did not think we were gonna get all the information and character building we were gonna get. Like, I yeah, yeah, it was I it agree. was pretty sweet. And the last episode really just was like just brought it home, and it was just really fucking cool. Um, if in in the in the spirit of like how Nick went about his, which I didn't even think about, that's how we normally did it before. In not choosing sequels, I would have put Hori Mia because Hori Mia is so amazing, and I'm really mad that I can't fit it in here now. Six A, six B, six A, six B. Six it's eight, okay, six, Sam. Eight. I got you covered. Yeah, Danny's got me covered, so I'll, she'll talk about it. But oh, Danny's yeah. just gonna add it in. No, You'll, no, she's she's yeah, she'll talk about it. But like, I, you guys know how much I love Dragon. Oh, Maid is that already on your tor- list, Danny? Duh. Oh, I didn't even see but that. But like, okay. yeah, dra- I mean, Toru, she gets rescued by Miss Kobayashi, who's this salary woman, and a drunken knight, and she decides to become a human maid with a tail and horns and becomes her maid because she's like, I got to repay my debt. I want to, I want to be with you, be your maid. The dragon is the you. maid. Yeah. The dragon is the maid. Toru's the dragon maid and more dragons start coming from the other fantasy world into the, they the all real have world because huge cans and they, well, okay. And so huge. they, and you know, chaos ensues as like Kobayashi, uh, starts learning more about Toru and the other dragons and Kobayashi's kind of like the audience insert. Like you're kind of seeing, you know, learning about these dragons and this other world building going on. And me and Danny recently talked about it. I won't say when until, you know, that's it ready, releases. but like, yeah. yeah, but like, um, like it, it, they do this whole fantasy world build in the background. And even though it's happening in the background, they do it so well. And it's just like, I love Dragon Maid so much, and I still sleep with my dragon tail pillow that I wish was real and scaly and mm. heavy. I would, I love it so and much. You could eat it. It's, you could fry it up for for breakfast. I have to, I have to buy a new one because this one is like I've laid with it so much and rewashed it so many times that it's like. Why don't you, know, you just buy some stuffing and and restuff it? 
Well, no, because I'm talking about like because it's like dirty. You know what I mean? Like the cats oh. lay on it, and yeah, oh. like there's some stains on it just because like uh, it's just that's how long I've had it. You know, it's just oh. like I love it so much. Uh, I actually remember Trisha getting that for you. Yeah, no, I was really happy. I was, I <laughs> yeah. was, I was the happiest like grizzly bear. I was, I was like, so I'm like, I pushes Trisha to the floor and just grabs the tail and just starts hugging it. <laughs> yeah, I. It's the fucking meme where it's like, oh, just me and my girlfriend and her, whatever plushie. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it's really fun. Yeah, I fucking, I love that thing. And me and Smokey cuddle with it, and it's it's great. It's a show. About um, anyway. Family. It's like the Fast yeah. and the Furious, but with dragons. You can do anything as long as you got family that are dragons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's aside from it being a slice of life and you know got some etchy elements and just fan service things. It's just also just really well animated by Kyoani, and uh, the story does. There is like a story, right? I mean, it's not like an overarching story, but like. You know the it's it, the the stories are about each character. They're character stories, you know, with each character, and it's just really cool. So I love Trigger Dragon Warning. Maid. There's some younger characters in there that are, uh, you know, put into situations a couple of times. Yeah, it's it's a little yeah. There's some. It's not as bad as that, like some other shows, but it, you know, that might bother some people. Yeah, for sure. But uh, it, and I'm I'm glad that it's not as prevalent in season two, but uh. I uh, will say this too, um, KyoAni coming back from what they went through a, a few years ago and still being able to put out what oh, they've been yeah. putting out and then put this out is yeah, just that was like 2019, right? Yes, and it's just fucking amazing. This got delayed. This is one of the ones that got delayed because of it. And um, yeah, obviously I don't care that it got delayed, you know. But like for what we got, it's just fucking crazy, fucking amazing. So yeah. Anyway, that's my by number six. far the best studio. They treat their Agreed. workers reasonably. I I think I think I don't know the details, but I've heard. Yeah, sorry, I went on a little bit about that one, but yeah, what's your number six, Nick? Uh, number six, Skate the Infinity. We've already mentioned this one. Pretty boys on skateboards. You have the uh, the voice of Dio from JoJo is Adam. We didn't mention that last time. Takahito Koyasu. Such and, a perfect role dude, for him. Dude, he is like one of my favorite voice actors. I love that voice. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, best character. Um, and Adam is like, he's like so over the top as like a villain or anti. He's more, he's more of like an antagonist than a villain. I wouldn't necessarily say he's a villain. Um, but you know, you have you got Adam versus uh versus Reki and Langa, and uh, you know their other um. And so, like, it's really cool because, like, each character is, like, totally different. Like, Joe is, like, the super muscly guy. You have Shadow who's, like, this, this like, rocker dude who, like, paints his whole body and has, like, spikes on his, like, shoulders and shit. Um, you have uh, – who, who do you got? Oh, yeah, Kaoru, he's, like, this – he's, like, this pretty boy. Or not, like, pretty boy, but he's, like, he's like a like a handsome, like, samurai-looking dude. Kaoru is, like, this they, – they call him the cherry blossom. He's, like, this samurai-looking dude. Um, and he, I think he does, like, calligraphy. He does, like, art or something. And he's like very calculated. You have uh, let's see, who do you who else you got? You got like a whole bunch of other characters, and it's just like fun, man. Like they're just going downhill. It's like initial D. They got cool music playing. It's a bunch of bros just being bros, you know. It's, they don't have any like lame girls in the show, you know. It's all about dudes being dudes. Whoa, you know. After after the whole like, no, get out of here. Just because. <laughs> 
just guys I'm all being for, boys. Listen, being I'm guys. all for, but they're pretty boys. They're not just like bros. Yeah. They're not like Baki or like JoJo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like these Baki guys, is so ugly that these he's guys pretty. are. These guys are hot, okay? Baki, okay, Baki has, like, luscious lips weird. and eyes, okay? <laughs> That's what Baki, Baki has. Baki is like, juicy. <laughs> he looks fucking weird, though. <laughs> this show is just pretty all around. Like, Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't look as good as, like, Kyoto Animation or anything, but it still looks, it's just, it's good enough. It's fun. Who did this one? This was uh, oh bones yeah it does bones. look pretty good okay yeah yeah bones is good yeah skate surprisingly good I don't have much else to say about it it's a really fun semi sports semi like it's like unrealistic it's like X Games type of sports it's like you know initial yeah. D where it's like it, it could be plausible but not really especially especially yeah. at the end like the finale is like totally not plausible but it's great. Uh, oh man, I forgot. Like when they're when they're racing down hills, like they're battling and shit. Like Adam will sometimes his special move is to just turn around and fucking smack him with a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> this show is funny too. It's good. It's 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 just fun. So yeah. I think the reason why the the show is so good is because it doesn't try to do anything like crazy or left turn or anything like that. It's just like it knows what it's trying to do. Yeah, it's like it, a straightforward plot. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't pull it, any bullshit. But it just does it really well, and that's why it's so fun. Even though it's just a for fun show and not a, like some crazy amazing story. Yeah, it's just like it's good enough. Adam for Adam like, ties wow, the whole thing great. together. Adam is by far the best, most interesting character in the show. For sure, he ties the whole thing together. And like once you figure out his his whole like thing at the end of it, like his whole position and everything, it's it's cool. Like you know, he, so I, I wouldn't even count him as like an official villain. He's kind of like the antagonist. But yeah, dude, great sure. show, fun show. Okay, Danny, what's your number five? Uh, five is Horimiya. Let's go, dude. There you go, Sam. Now we get to talk about it. <laughs> this, yeah, okay. Dude. From beginning to end, from OP to ED, everything about this show is exactly what I literally was looking for in Korokano. Um, I mean, Kar- his and her circumstances? Yes. Korokano, yeah. yeah. Like... This is everything that should have gone down in his and her circumstances. Like, everything. I remember Uh, when you guys reviewed that. No. That was a better show. No. No. That had better character designs, too. The horror media character designs, pretty basic. Don't love it. No, fuck you. What are you talking about? No, dude, you're a butt sniffer. Like, this show... uh, I just loved how um, what's his name? What's the main character's name? Hang on. Izumi Miyamura. Uh, Izumi Miyamura. Like how literally how he looks. Although I will nitpick, I do wish that we could have seen Tim, seen him, seen him. <laughs> I seen, <laughs> seen him. <laughs> seen him more like with all of his piercings. I feel like we only saw you know just the smudge of that like in the beginning yeah. of the show and then he kind of like stopped wearing all his piercings and stuff like that i really yeah. would have wished like he would have just kept going just wearing them and everything like that especially when they weren't in school um but i mean i wasn't like entirely mad about that 
just the progression on you know uh hori hori and um uh, miyamura's relationship um you know hori telling uh miyamura like be more you know like demanding especially <laughs> especially that one part where like you know he didn't want to do it but like he like hit her and stuff and she she just like got turned on by that and everything um it was super cute are you supposed to hit them when they ask you? That's a question for a friend. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. So if I they're mean, telling you, <laughs> yeah, that's a because like this romance is, it is a like shit test. Is it not? No, no, no. Okay, so I it depends on the you're not giving any context. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But like, uh, Miyamura is this kind of like outcast guy, and then Hori is this she's one of the popular girls and they end up kind of falling for each other and they start dating and it's just like a but like the characters around them also get like their own kind of little things and it's really cool and uh but yeah like there is a part what nick is referring to is there's a part where hori thinks it's kind of a turn on when he treats her like crap and there's a part where he straight up slaps her (laughs) and the the bystanders was all like oh my god he's like a delinquent. <laughs> they're like, dude, he's a monster. And then they're walking away, and he's got this distressed look on. So he's like, God damn it, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. And she's got like yeah. this grin on her face. Yeah, like, it's like oh, she's yeah. so freaking happy and everything <laughs> like that. Like, it was just so stinking cute. There's a oh. part where she's like, oh, hey, uh, Miyamura, you forgot your phone in the whatever again in the one classroom. And he's walking with this other guy, and he was like, who told you you could talk? Yeah. <laughs> bitch get out of the way and he pushes her and then the one guy is like oh Hori, are you okay and he's like don't talk to her and yeah. then he, they walk away and then she's got like this grin on her face like uh <laughs> it's super funny dude but like the even um the relationships between the other characters is really cool and their relationship is really cool it's it's like other than like it's a great romance this is how like i lo- this is how i like to watch romances and not necessarily. I know I make jokes all the time, like oh, because uh, they fucked or they're gonna, f- they, they should fuck or whatever. Like I'm, I'm joking, obviously, right? Like not every romance, I'm not has to do with like, <laughs> not every romance has to do with like you know physical stuff, but like, um, the good ones, you know, do. It just, just further than that. Okay, Nick, just for just beyond that, uh, the connection that the characters make with each other, even from friend to friend, is just like. And it just brings everything. It rounds it out very nicely. And uh, Studio Cloverworks, not a bad job on the production, I think, as well. So, but yeah, I am glad Danny put this on there because I was about to audible. I my mean, shit. I had to. Yeah, I, no, like I this definitely. Is, this is like what I I like. Like this is the type of stuff that I specifically enjoy. Right. And so. I normally don't enjoy these, and I love this one. So it's just like, you know, I this is how I like watching romances. And I uh, definitely would have put it on mine because I completely forgot about it. But, yeah, like, it, yeah, I'm glad Danny put it on her number five because it definitely deserves that spot. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Danny, I cut you off a little bit. But did you want to say anything else about it? Or? Um, No, it's just an amazing show, and you should watch this over uh, Karakano. So... Oh yeah. no way! That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. 
So we <laughs> disagree. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, my number five is Jujutsu Kaisen because it actually ended in 2021. So that's see, uh, I was gonna put this on here because I saw you put it on there. I'm like, oh sure. yeah, I forgot about that. But Song then talk, speaks for all of us. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and then like I realized I'm mean, like I did for sure enjoy Jujutsu Kaisen for sure. Um, I mean it has fucking Gojo who is God. Um, Don't you mean Nobara? No, wait, what's her name? Nobara. Yes, her name is Nobara. Nick for the fifteenth time. <laughs> Isn't there another one with like a Nobara sounding name? No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, she's the hottest. But I feel like I feel like this is definitely, you know, some you can definitely, you know, praise the show a lot more than I can because I'm not the shonen slut, even though I did enjoy this. Yeah, so like unfortunately this is one of the big weekly shonen jump ones that Mappa has decided to take on. Um and thank you for again, thank you, shout out to Funimation for emailing me about the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie that is coming out in March, and I will be sure to uh, get you tickets, or, or not get you tickets, but like tell you when you can get tickets. Um, they emailed me about uh, talking about it, and they emailed Ooh. me like a little thing, so which I mentioned on my newscast, this last newscast. But um, yeah, it's coming out in March, and then coming out in February for other countries and such. But uh, yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen is... Uh, about it's like exorcism okay and uh these the student named itadori who swallows the finger of the most craziest curse spirit ever and he doesn't get overtaken by it and um they basically tell him well we have to fucking kill you dog because uh we can't risk you becoming this demon named sakuna who's like the strongest fucking curse spirit ever but you seem to have a good hold on it. So what if we do this? I can kill you now because, you know, Jujutsu high, high School has to kill you. Or we can see how many fingers you eat and then kill you because there's, like, fucking a million fingers out there. There's 20 because he's got four hands. So then Itadori, um, his grandfather's last dying wish was help people. So he decides to go, okay, I'll help you. I'll join Jujutsu High School and uh, eat all the fucking... Um, Eat all the fucking fingers, and then you can kill me. And so they join the other Jujutsu High students and exercise curse spirits. And it's really fucking cool, and Studio Mappa did a really good job on it. And it's... Uh, the fight scenes the- were definitely really good in this. Yes. They're, they're, they're amazing. Uh, it, the, the animation... There's, f- like, seven or six chief animation directors. Um that worked on this and and a big team of animation directors and a big team of uh, key animators that worked on different episodes. And there's 24 apps currently. And uh, I got the volumes 13 and 14 on the way right now. I just, I love it. I love it so much. I read it weekly. It's, it's so awesome. I was, this is one of the first times where I was able to be caught up in the manga and be excited for the next episode to come out. And, I remember talking about One Punch Man like all them years ago and talking about like, oh, this is a this is an OP character done right. And Jujutsu Kaisen actually does that with Gojo. That's an OP character done right. And it's uh, super sick. 
And he's fucking hot. And he's amazing. <laughs> and there's a lot of fucking hotties in this fucking show. Uh, fucking Maki Zenin and Kugasaki Nobara. Oh, Nanami. Go- that's the guy that sounds like a chick's name. Yeah, Nanami. I always mix him and Nobara. No, Nanami is salaryman, male wife. And then there's Gojo and Chozo. And yeah. I like the muscly amazing. guy. Uh, one of my Odo? favorite characters. What? Yeah, Toto. Toto, the best of friendo. Yeah, when, when, he friendo. Team, when he teams up with Yuji, and they're like so badass, and like dude. double what teaming that fuck? one dude. What the fuck? They're just like, bop, bop, bop. And they like beat him. He does cool. his, yeah, his technique is called Boogie Woogie, and he claps and can switch place. It's like one of his cursed techniques. It's fucking awesome. And yeah. It's, it's God damn it, dude. I'll say this. This is my last thing I'll say. This. I forgot. Dude, my, I have like the worst fucking memory of all time. I've forgotten so many details about everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, my favorite characters, some of my favorite characters, are not my favorite, not my one number one favorite, but some of them are Panda. That's a cursed object. That's like a doll. That started out as a panda doll and now it's like a big panda. And uh, for obvious reasons. And then uh, Inumaki, because his cursed technique is his voice so if he talks for real yeah if he talks for real then like something explodes or something can happen right so like one of his cursed techniques is he could be like uh nick jump jump put your head through the ceiling and he would do it like so like um he talks in sushi ingredients to prevent that so like it's funny because he'll just be like They'll be like, okay, yeah, if we go here, we can fight the Cursed Spirit on his home turf. And then he's just like, tuna. And then Panda's like, oh, no, you're right, you're right. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just fucking funny. And, yeah, little things like that throughout. It's just It makes it a really rounded shonen, really cool. So Every time I hear tuna, I think of uh, Andy from The Office when he sees Jim. Oh, yeah, tuna. <laughs> hey, tuna. <laughs> hey, tuna. Yeah. What's your game here, tuna? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Nick, what's your number five? Banjo to the office or whatever. Um, all right, number five. We've already mentioned it. To your eternity, Sam. You had this at your number seven ish, something like that. Uh, and yeah, so look, to your eternity. If you want feels on wheels, uh, there it is. To your eternity, Fumetsu no Anatai. This is the that's the name of it. Um, this one, I just like. I like. I like the. I like a lot of the arcs, like the arc with uh, Gugu. I think that's the best character in the show, probably, because uh, Gugu is like this kid who gets like mutilated, or his his face gets gets kind of like scarred. Basically, it's like gets all screwed up. So he starts wearing a helmet as a kid because he doesn't want people to see him because he looks. I mean, and like yeah, because pe- people like point at him and like think he's a freak or whatever. And so like his arc is that like he is fuck what's he doing he's like protecting this like princess and then you and then and then what's his name comes in uh uh fushi comes in and like that whole arc is just really great like really touching and like bittersweet and and like man it's just the shit that fuji has to like see and deal with in this arc and every other arc and like the one, the one right before it with uh with march and the other girl so good i will say that it does tail off a teensy bit near the end um, however, they do the, I, re- I really like how they do that. They do the Tokyo Godfathers thing where you have like an old lady and she's like talking to, to Fushi, uh, at one point, And then like, she's, she's like laying down and like, there's a candle and then the candle goes out and then, you know, she's dead because of that. 
So like the to- Tokyo Godfathers did that, where like they had a little like windmill thing. I like a little, I like a little uh, uh, sight, uh, whatever you call it, gags. Not a sight gag, but just like a you use an object to represent like a person. There's gonna be more to this, isn't there? I think so. Because it ended in twenty episodes, which I forgot to 20 mention. Twenty is earlier, a weird yeah. number. Um, that was a weird number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. Second season is coming out. NATBD. 2022, tentatively October 2022. I might have said that on the newscast and forgot about it, but yeah, okay, that makes sense. And yeah, uh, yeah this one, like, there's definitely a lot of supernatural elements. Obviously, it's like an alien that can morph and like can't die, basically. Um, although it can technically die, he he can he can be like harmed and die technically, and he is like he is fighting these these basically these other aliens and like these like monsters, um, and and you discover that throughout the show. Um, but he has to like team up with humans to 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 gain like their knowledge and powers and and you know fight off these monsters and stuff and it's it's just, it's cool it's good it's it's very uh, very uh, touching at times so there you go and gr- really good production values like it great animation great music just overall like a very solid anime so there you go okay I like Danny, how I end everything let's... with there you go <laughs> there you go okay there you go Jesus God get out of here. <laughs> Uh, what's your number four, Danny? <laughs> number four is Kami can't communicate. Komi. Um, Kami sorry, is Komi. a god. That is true. Um, anyway, Komi can't communicate. Um, the so Komi can't communicate didn't um air until the fall, and that was around the time where. I kind of slacked off on my anime watching. Um, but then once I saw, I kind of, you know, got my shit together in real life, um, all settled. And then I finally managed to watch um, the fall season. This one was definitely one that I kind of saved for last because I knew um, the Netflix version kind of fucked shit up, especially with um, uh, translation. So, um, especially when Comey and, um, I forget the freaking main character's name. Um, but when they were writing on the blackboard and stuff like that, a lot of that text was not, um, translated. So we yeah. didn't know, we kind of didn't know what Netflix. they were talking about. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to wait until I figured out where to exactly watch it so I can watch it properly. And when I finally managed to find it, um, I instantly loved this show right off the bat. I mean, this is definitely something up my alley as well. Um, This is, you know, romance slice of life kind of thing. Um, I mean... In our final fall review, I, I did mention some key points uh, with certain characters that I didn't really like in it and everything, but it definitely did not stop me from watching it because, you know, I was definitely rooting for Comey and, like, you know, her trying to get out of, you know, her anxiety um, and actually, like, talking to her friends and stuff. And the minute you know, she does manage to speak. It's just like, oh my God, she spoke. Like, that is so adorable. Like, you know, you really want to root for her and stuff. Um, 
so and I just I love this show and and like what Sam said earlier about the about the OP uh, animation and everything like that like that uh, yeah it's it's you know chef's kiss kind of thing um you know that that op is definitely something that like you should not skip so i barely skipped it dude yeah i i I I just love watching it i think the only time i skipped it was when i was rushing to finish it before we recorded oh sure sure the last time like the only time i skipped the op so yeah um yeah, I, I honestly think I want to I want to read it as well. I don't know if I can wait until spring season um, to get, you know, the second season out of it. So I don't know. Who knows? It's sure. great. I, I love it. Like animation, character design. It's great. Um, I love I love Comey's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Her mom, but also I think I really love her dad too because yeah, her dad is funny. When they go, when they go, you know, to the library, like Comey wants to go to the library. Um, Comey's dad like offered to take her, and you know they make like a side stop to the um, the shaved ice shop. And as they like walked by, everyone's all like, "Oh my gosh, he's so handsome! Oh my gosh, she's so pretty!" And then they sit down and they're like, "They're not speaking to one or the other. Are they in a fight?" So, um, yeah, you can, you can definitely see, uh, like everyone, everyone in the show definitely has a quirky personality to them. And I think that's what really makes the show a whole and really enjoyable. So for sure. Yeah. Uh, my number four, I really think Danny can do a better job talking about it, but my number four because it ended this that year is Fruits Basket, um because yeah. it so was my good. first it was my first experience with the actual story because I've seen the Dean one right and the Dean one stopped at a certain point and then I never read the manga I read the first like three or four volumes and then I forgot about it, um in junior high or whatever and uh, or I think the friend I was borrowing it from like moved away or something but like. Um, this was my first time experiencing the story for real, for real. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. But, um, yeah, it's Toru Honda and she's at the beginning of the show. She's homeless a year after her mom passes away and the Soma family, uh, living off of the Soma estate invites her to live with them. And that's, uh, Kyo and, um, holy fuck. I forgot his Yuki name. Shigure. Shigure, Yuki, and Kyo, yeah. And uh, the thing about the Selma family is that they have this curse where if someone of the opposite or different gender hugs them, they turn into the Zodiac animal, or the Chinese Zodiac that they're cursed with, um, the one that's most like their personality. So, like, and Kyo is the 13th one, the cat, which they, they explain in the in the anime, like, the, the, t- the story of the 13th Zodiac or whatever. And... It's that's like the main kind of uh, quirky thing about it, right? But like, there's it goes as you pr- progress through the story, it just gets deeper and deeper into what the Soma family is, why they have the curse, and why Toru is like in the middle of it, all of it. But that being said, this is another romance where I'm just like, this is how you fucking do it, dude. Like, it's 
oh my god it's so good the drama the romance the comedy huh and uh kisa is uh the best character she's she's a tiger and she's she's you know what i realized that we fucked up in our lolly log jam didn't have kisa yeah yeah we fucked up dude because kisa probably would have won against kana not gonna lie she might have you guys would have picked her that's why i didn't put her on there I yeah, threw away the we left it up. We left it. We, we left it up to Nick and the other two guests. But yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah, Kisa is when you. So when she turns, she's, she's a little cub. Tiger. She's the tiger, and it's she's the a, year of the tiger right now. She's a little tiger cub. She's a little kitty, and I just am like, man. <laughs> <laughs> she's not lolly. It fucking enough. kills. It fucking kills me, dog. Not Are you talking about she's you. not lolly enough. Get out of fuck here. You, she's like as tall you as a guy. You're looking at a. You must be looking at a later thing. I don't know, I just Kisa is a little. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. Okay, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, that's my number four. Nick. All right, my number four. I gotta start everything like a radio DJ. Super Cub. I don't know why I put this one at number four. I guess I could have put. Dude, it this lower, is but... another one I would have put on mine, but yeah, I, it's yeah. This is uh, su- this is weird because like this could be number four, this could be number ten. I don't know. This is, <laughs> it's a good show. It's this is just Iyashi K pretty much, um, and it's basically a story about uh, a bunch of girls. Oh shoot! I had I had the page pulled up here. It's 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 cute girls doing cute things, but like they're they're discovering something they're passionate about, and they're overcoming their fear of doing the first step. Um, and it starts out where like they don't have a whole lot of meaning in their lives. You have uh, Koguma and Mari, and the world opens up to them once they get on their cubs, and it's just it's just like soothing, you know. It's it's like Yuru Camp, but with with what are they scooters? What are they? They're cubs. What what is a cub? Is it a scooter? Is it like a bike? A super cub is is a bike, and it's by it's by Honda. Okay, yeah, and because the bikes in this show are actual like fucking bikes, you know. It it's just like a warm and fuzzy show. That's that's what it is. It, it just it feels good. It, it's got a good 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 little vibe to it. It's like Euro Camp, a little bit like uh, Yokohama Shopping Log, any of the Yashi K's pretty much. Um, and it it, it it it's it's cool because like there's <laughs> it actually kind of starts out really sad where like the main girl. She has like she's basically like Ray Ayanami. I think I mentioned this in the in the early review when this when the when we uh, talked about the show during the season. But like the main girl, I don't know if she has any parents. I don't think she has like anything. She's just like a blank slate. <laughs> like her house is just like so fucking barren, and uh, like she can barely afford anything and stuff. So like eventually she gets like a cub on sale. She gets a bunch of stuff on sale, and it's just like you know them uh, being enthusiasts about about riding and stuff and uh it's a very it's it's a simple show but deceptively simple so uh you know if you just want if you just want something chill you know that's what I'm, that's why yeah, i'm going I, super cub it's different from the I, other I, stuff on the list yeah they're very different and i i've i love this show the production value is great the animation is great the backgrounds are godlike they're god to your background just like listening to the ambience ambience ambiance like i would like so while while I'm on phones at work, I would put this on in the background. Legit, it's just like it just you just, you just start like, like background drooling. shit. <laughs> you just get so you get so yashikade. I used to love being. I used to really love 
like I used to be really into motorbikes and I wanted a motorcycle when I was younger and now I'm kind of afraid to have one but watching the show definitely like made me look up more about like Honda bikes and stuff I kind of want to get and one now of these I, too that'd be kind of fun Honestly yeah like <laughs> maybe Loki want I'm not trying to get run one. down by a, by a truck though <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know, I might get my provisional we don't, we don't license live in just Japan to drive around. You know, people in America are insane, so you know. Yeah, I might get like my provisional license where you can just drive not on highways. You know. Yeah, but, I would like, not drive it on a highway. Period. <laughs> Even yeah, if they no. let me, I wouldn't do that. But yeah, like I, I love Super Cub, dude. I, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a model kit of a Super Cub and put it on my shelf. I think it's super sick. But yeah, dude. Uh, okay, here's our top three. Danny. Oh boy. Um okay, my my number 3 is uh Saint's magic power is omnipotent. This is surprising. This is this is something I wanted to watch too. I quick shout out to Mike and Zayla because they were the ones who convinced me to watch this. Um this it it is kind of like an isekai in a way, but it really once once she once say is in the world, she doesn't really like kind of go back to the modern time. She like kind of adapts herself in in this this other world so and it really doesn't focus on you know like that like like how jobless is where you know someone is reincarnated into a a different world type of thing um you know she kind of so is she dead or not she's not dead she just gets teleported um is she gonna get fired from her job well the thing (laughs) is in the first in the first episode (laughs) In the first episode, like, she's clearly a businesswoman and, you know, she goes home and she's all like, you know, she she's she kind of like realizes that literally she just lives by herself and, and like she, her she's she's kind of bored of her life. And then instantly she gets summoned into this, you know, new world and stuff. But she's not the only one that got summoned. There was this other girl that got summoned along with her and the palace or castle where um they were both summoned the prince uh just automatically went to the other woman and was all like you're the saint you have like the all-time magical power and everything like that so you're gonna get the special treatment then they kind of just like ignored say and you know Everyone who is in the palace, she's all like, well, you know, I'm not the saint. So can I go home now? Like, can you like send me off back to my other world? And the the other people were all like, yeah, well, here's the thing. We can't actually send you back because we don't know how. And she's like, what? Like, are you fucking kidding me? So and they're like, yeah, sorry. And she goes, well, I don't know what to do now. So she kind of just like roams around and she finds this kind of like herbal um, shop kind of. And she starts working there and she learns like how to do spells and, you know, make, make, make spell potions and stuff like healing potions and everything. And as she's learning 
to make these potions, she's realizing that her potions are way more effective um, and heals people a lot faster than anyone else who makes um, these healing potions. And then over time, they realize that Say is the actual saint of, of the world and everything like that. Um, and of course, there is definitely some romance along the way, because um, there are there again. This show is another like haughty show, um, and there are some, you know, uh, interesting characters. Uh, I, I'm one of one of the two characters that I'm really fond of is Albert Hawk, who is the commander of of the army of the world and then there's uh yuri Druis, who is um like one of the grand mages of the royal uh mage assembly um he's hilarious by the way like when he realizes that say is like the actual saint and he kind of starts training her on how to use her powers a little bit more he's kind of like a little ruthless um but he's like kind of very passionate about what he does and everything like that. But I, I really enjoy him a lot anytime he's on screen. And um, this is based on a light novel. And I'm hoping I get to see more of this because the this is only like 12 episodes. So uh, and I really want to know what happens next. So. I will say this has a good poster. It, it, yeah. I mean, I definitely enjoyed, I I mean, this was honestly one of my favorite OPs at the time as well. So, um, yeah. There, this, I, just remembering this show, I kind of want to watch it again because I really enjoyed it, ironically, even though it is an isekai. Um, so yeah it's kind of like a little bit similar to like ancient magus bride a little bit but it doesn't have like too much of like that dark twist that ancient magus bride has so for sure okay yeah um yeah my number three uh and honestly i think i said it better in that season, um, but it's mine is SSSS dot and that's in spring twenty twenty one. Such a som pick. Well, I mean, okay, so number one, yes. Number two, shut up. <laughs> okay, but number three, like aside from it being a som pick, it actually is a really good show. And Gridman obviously was really fucking cool, right? It it was way more than we thought it was going to be. And Subaraya Productions and Trigger killed that shit, right? When this came out, when the key visual for this came out, automatically I was fucking excited, okay? Um, but there were a few people I saw online and even some people in our Discord who were like, looks ugly, looks dumb. And I'm just like, okay, well, we'll see. We'll see when we see it. Um, it's part of the Gridman universe, except it focuses on another... So, Gridman is a hyper agent, and then the armor he wears from the Neon Genesis High School students, those are called Xenon pieces, or Xenons. 
So Dino Xenon focuses just on a Xenon and not a grid agent. And it's piloted by these um these high school students, uh, and Gauma, who is what they call a kaiju user, which are these people who can literally like control kaijus as they appear in the world and stuff. And Gauma is trying to teach these kids how to pilot the Xenon so they can stop the kaiju users from doing their crazy ass shit. And um, it takes place in the Gridman universe, not in the same timeline or world as Gridman, but in a different universe parallel. Um, and it just is fucking cool. And there's characters in this one that are in Gridman. I won't say who because it'll spoil spoilerinos a little bit. But like it it's it does connect, and I didn't think it would, and it, it is just fucking cool. The mechanical design of the of Dinozenon is amazing. They outsourced the three D animation to Graphanica, and if you've never heard of Graphanica, they are amazing at what they do for CG animation in Japan, uh for anime. And uh uh Kabushiki Gaisha Graphanica is the name of the studio. And they're just God, fuck, okay? Just shut up, all right? You don't know shit about fuck, all right? <laughs> and and so Trigger kind of killed this shit. And uh, Shimon Dohi and Genasano doing the fucking key animation and space design and mechanical animation directing just killed that shit, okay? They, they worked on Brand New Animal, Darling in the Franks, Konosuba, and... Um, they did some key animation for Vinland Saga. More recently, they worked on the Trigger short that's in Star Wars Visions and Promare as well. And it just, it works and it connects. And the next thing that's coming out is a movie with Gridman and Dinozenon. And I'm so excited for it. And the, and the character designs of, of Yume, the girl, the main girl, Yume, and Mujina... Uh, the kaiju user Mujina. Actually, oh my god, it's pronounced Mujina. Mujina. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and yeah, Mujina's thighs for days. Okay, and then Gamma is like Gina, dude. Gamma, you can tell that dude is like a daddy dom switch, bottom top power bottom, because he will fuck you while you're boning him, while he's boning you, boning you, without you knowing that you are boning him, but you are, but you're not. And that's what's hot about it. Like, it's just like, okay. And then you have Thighs for Days, Mugina. And then you have uh, Nerdface Johnson, Juga, who's just like, he's just like really hot, nerdy guy with glasses. He's a kaiju user. The, the, design, of, uh, the design of every character and of the Xenon, of Dino Xenon. Oh, man. Subaraya Productions, man. You got to give us more shit like this. You just have to. Like, you just got to fucking do it. It's just so good. Um, but, yeah, if you've never seen Gridman or Dinozenon and you're into shit like uh, Gridman the Hyper Agent or... It's like Togusatsu, you know, right? Yeah. If yes, you're into robots on, and Power Rangers, there you go. It's based on the big hero show, the Togusatsu show, Gridman the Hyper Agent. Or like as Ultraman. in America, we had it as... If you're a In boomer. America, we had... <laughs> Yeah, in America we had it as Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, hence the SSSSS. I don't know but if like, any Gen Z people have watched this. Though it has a hundred thousand mm, members. Okay, maybe a few. 
but yeah, anyway, uh, definitely it, it's, it's, it's so up there for me that it's, I can't even, I can't even fart right now. I haven't farted for weeks. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, number three, Nick. All right, number three. I did watch Dinosaur, by the way. I had to, I had to blast through it a little bit, so I didn't get to savor it as much as you did. But I, I liked it too. It was pretty good. I liked. I think I like Gridman a little more, but I don't know. Maybe I got. Maybe I should watch Dinosaur at one time speed next time. Okay, so my number three is <laughs> Jobless Reincarnation, Mashoku Tensei, and this is probably let's say one of the most popular shows of the whole year. I think. Yeah, this definitely. is pretty much uh, one of the like fundamental isekais in anime, uh, or at least in like the novel form. It wasn't the first one, but it was kind of like it, think of it kind of like Disney movies, where like they weren't the first cartoons, but they kind of set the they set the bar a little bit, and like I guess the source material for this set the, helped set the bar for for a lot of isekais. Um, so. This is a, it's kind of like a it's a little bit coming of age although the, the main character already came of age. So basically you have this you got this mid 30s main character guy. He sucks. He's been bullied, you know, his whole life. Uh and so he has to uh he he eventually gets like kicked out uh and then he tries to save some people, gets hit by a truck and gets, you know, sent into this other world. And like he's he's a complete piece of shit. Like this dude is, sucks so bad. <laughs> like he, all he does is like he's he's a he's a neat he's a shut in, um you know he doesn't uh you know participate in society at all, um he 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 looks at very uh questionable things on the internet and everything and just you know just holds himself up, and he's like a super pervert too, so, and uh, it's not me I, trust me it's not me okay, it's not me, uh <laughs> I'm just trying to justify, <laughs> um. But yeah, like so he's isekai and like unlike a lot of other isekai characters, like a lot of them are like kind of regular people or like maybe they're good guys or whatever. Um uh what do you call it? Uh Konosuba the guy was kind of a kind of like a, a piece of poop, but it was like more of a comedy style. This is like the non-comedy version of that. Um and th- so like a whole point of uh of of this show is uh, Rudius is, is, is ends up being his name. He's, it sh- it starts from a baby. Like he's starting as a baby and he's growing up and showing his whole life. You know, there's like 20 odd, 25 volumes of the manga and this, the show aired like 24 episodes during this, during the year, I think. Um, or maybe 23, but yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a pure fantasy world. Uh, he can cast magic without, uh, speaking. he, makes friends with with a bunch of characters uh he gets a, get a little bit of a mini harem mostly though it's with uh eris is like his main squeeze she and she's like uh she's i think she's like pseudo royalty and he he ends up being her tutor and you know they, they go travel roxy is his tutor she's like a witch lady and there, there's like a whole bunch of stuff going on there's a lot of lore to the world it's it's very dense um, as we mentioned before, though, with Jobless Reincarnation, it does have the uh, the the uh, explicit scenes, especially early on in the show, where, like, he's a super pervert, even as, like, a little kid, and it's, like, really mm. weird. He even um, puts underwear on over his face. Yeah, yeah, he does that. And uh, it's 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 kind of, like, almost explicit. Like, it doesn't – I don't think it has, like, straight-up nudity, but, it, it, you know, it, it gets no, into it. No, it doesn't really have nudity. It, it kind of, like – 
hints at it, but it's not like full of Like he's listening to his parents have sex and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. this is weird. But uh, yeah, it's it's also like very touching because like he he has to learn like he still has like the mind of like a thirty four year old child. Dude. Yeah, no, yeah. of a guy, and like so he can like yeah. he can like focus more on like learning stuff, and like I think one of his abilities like is to learn faster, and so yeah, because he can yeah. he can cast spells without speaking. Yeah, and he's and he's he has super like powerful magic abilities. Um, and he's traveling the world and like, and during the second half of the show they're, they're everybody's trying to get back home. And like, he's, he's banded up with, uh, Eris and, um, uh, a bunch of other people, uh, uh, Rugeard and uh, a bunch of other characters. And they, they, uh, it's just like a, it's just like a big adventure. Like they've only kind of just started the show really, or the, the story, even after like 20 odd episodes, it's almost feels like it's just started. But overall, well, it's just like really good production values, great music, great animation. Studio Bind did a phenomenal job. I don't. Did you already watch all of it, Danny, or no? I did. Yeah, I watched. I watched the first part and the second part. So, um, it's good. I mean, it didn't make my top ten, um, but I, it's definitely worth. It was Gigux you know, checking number out one. and everything. Everything. So. Of course, he always um, puts isekais as number one. <laughs> um, well, yeah, yeah. This is this is another isekai that, like, surprisingly, like I actually enjoy. So, yeah, it ha- it has a lot of like heavy themes to it, like where the world is really fucked up, with like all a bunch of like predator do. Like his dad is kind of a piece of crap, but also he's kind of a good guy. You know, the, the characters have a little later have a little on. Something to yeah. Him, you know? He he, yeah. he he means well, but he he has a he has a very big flaws, just like Rudius. Freaking, freaking Paul can't keep it in his pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, that's the cool thing is like you get to see this character grow and become like less of a creep. Like he learns that his actions like can can like harm people, and you know make them feel bad and everything. And and uh, you know he he eventually just he he's you see him start to grow and he, like he's still like a at the end of like these twenty odd episodes he's still like. 12 or something he's not that old at this at the end of it uh mm-hmm. or maybe 14 or something but um yeah so it's just good it's just it's overall really good yeah very popular show. content very warning popular you know show. if you're squeamish if you don't like the sexual stuff then you know there you go sure sure um okay danny number two okay my number two is fruits basket third season this is the only season like not like a continuation series in my list the rest of my list is all like first season stuff um right but this this final season like honestly like it, it deserves to be a part of like anime of the like like it deserves its nominations in, um, like, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it ended in, you know, it ended in 20... Like, I think... I mean, I definitely put it on my list as a series, you know? I know, like... Right. Because it ended in 2021. But, right. But, like, yeah, the final ended in, in 2021 is right. what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is pretty much a true, like a true readaptation of what 
the Dean Studio anime should have been. Um, so it, it's just, uh, I was so breathtaking, like, like I, my breath was taken away by, you know, episode one and on, um, you know, and I was crying, like, in the third season, I think, like, from episode five to the very last episode, I literally had a box of tissues with me because I was ugly crying throughout the whole entire thing. So it really definitely gives you the feels. And... Got me fucked up! Like, freaking Toru, man. Like, she... A lot of people may think that Toru is like that basic main character and she is kind of annoying in the beginning of the show, but that that season 3 man is where she really like shines and like she shows her determination and everything like that and you know the relationship that she, you know, has with Kyo and Yuki and everything like that is just you know you just want to cry. And and we, Sam and I, you actually, we, we did a full-on review of Fruits Basket um, with Earthworm and my friend Melika. So, um, and... Yeah, and, we did that as an EX episode if you guys want to hear it, yeah. Yeah, like, I, we definitely go into full detail on, like, about this show and everything. Um, But... Man, I like I mean, you could totally watch the show, but like I I mean, I love I've I've loved the manga ever since it got a US release. You know, it's definitely one of my top uh favorite manga of all time and I could literally reread it anytime I want. Um mm-hmm. and I never get tired of it. So it's it's that the writing for it is that good. Um so it's so rounded. It's just everything, the way everything works out. It's just like it. Yeah. I mean, it has, you know, it has, of course, you know, when you first watch it, it's, it definitely starts out as like your typical slice of life romance story. Comedy and, you know. Yeah. 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 It has that sprinkle of comedy in it, especially like, you know, when uh, Toru finds out about the, the Zodiac curse and everything like that. And like, she freaks out because they're all like, Oh, they turned into animals. Like what the fuck kind of thing. So, um, especially, you know, in that, that first episode for sure. And like the delivery man comes and it's all like, Oh, what cute animals. Here's your food. Okay. Bye. You know, like, and then with, Yuki with, pushes him and he like slides like the way they animated it is like he's like sliding away. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well, no, that was funny. the that was the oh that was the, the, the newspaper guy. Yeah, yeah the that, that yeah, was yeah, that, right. that was with Ka, um, Kagura. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The, the, board, the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was like fucking hilarious too. Um, but uh, another thing that I really, really loved about Fruits Basket is that um, Funimation managed to get almost everybody from the original Dean Studio version to dub um their their same characters. So Laura Bailey was was Toru, Jerry Jewel was uh Kyo, um Eric Vall was Yuki, um so Justin Cook was freaking Hatsaharu and everything like that. So like they got 
you know, some of the some of the the VAs to voice, you know, the characters that they voiced back in 2001, well, 2002 really. So, um that was just so great to 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 see and everything. And of course, I mean, some of the characters they weren't able to grab um the same voice actors. Um like the the voice actor who played Hero in the in the Dean Studio version. Um, he obviously grew up so and his voice dropped dramatically so and he's not gonna go voice a freaking 12 year old so um but I mean they got Lucy Christensen to to voice hero which I really wasn't too thrilled about they honestly probably could have gotten someone better um but it was fine I mean I feel like that was that was honestly like my only nitpick about the dub for Fruits Basket um, but, you know, hearing Christopher Sabat as, uh, IMA is always, it always puts a smile on my face and I want Christopher Sabat to do more flamboyant characters like Ayame instead of doing, you know, like the big macho Vegeta Piccolo, uh, voices. Mm-hmm. So. It's really funny. Cause like as the episodes went on and they introduced more and more characters, I kept changing who my favorite character was. Like, it's, just you, like, it's so hard to figure out which one is your favorite. Like, I, so I will for sure forever love Kyo. Like, he is my right. all-time favorite. Favorite, but you know, out of like the adults, you know, I was always like a Hatsuharu fan, but I like anytime IMA comes on screen, I just like light up and I always have a grin from ear to ear always anytime he's on because I just love his personality it's so great and I love the episode where Yuki decides to like try and bridge that gap between him and his brother and Mm -hmm. he goes to um his his shop and stuff and he like um, you know, he goes to the shop and then freaking IMA is wearing the wedding dress. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, Yuki's all like, is that for you? He's, and then is like, no, this is for a customer. And he goes, you're using your own measurements? And Ayame goes, well, yeah, the like he was like about my size. So why not use my own measurements? And Yuki's all like, it's for a man. So like <laughs> that whole thing is just amazing. But also, you know, the relationship between the two of them grows closer even more, especially when it comes to Yuki's mom. Um, that whole yeah. like parent teacher conference episode when when freaking IMA comes into in the picture, like was pure gold gold, and I was so happy to see that animated and everything like that. Like everything is just, I could talk about this show for hours, but I'm not going to. Feels like um, it has been hours. <laughs> be quiet. Um, I was originally actually going to put this as my number one, but I bumped it down because it is like a, a sequel. A sequel. Well, you've mentioned yeah, it every so. single year, so there you go. I, I have, and <laughs> yeah. it's honestly I'm not, not going to be the... It's not going to be the end. Like, I'm probably going to literally forever talk about Fruits Basket. Well, so. we'll talk about it again when we watch the movie that's coming out, oh which my is a God, prequel yes. about Tori's parents. Oh, so. I can't wait. I'm going to cry. 
I'm probably going to cry. Yeah. Yeah, my number two is uh, Odd Taxi. Uh, this show is, I mean, I, I can't, it's, it's like a, it's like a mystery noir and it's just about this, uh, walrus who's a taxi driver and like, you know, his comings and goings and interactions between each character and it just kind of ravels each character story kind of ravels, intertwines together and it's this big mystery. Um, some shady shit is happening. There's some criminal organized crime shit's happening and he becomes wrapped up in it and they're all animals man it's just like an animal world and uh uh, Otakawa the the taxi driver is a walrus and uh it's just Face Johnson's everywhere right and you might you probably think like oh Samja you're you're number two because it's just Face Johnson's man I mean it is I mean yes but no (laughs) but like yes but like there's the story in it is just also just really fucking good and it like I didn't realize it on the first watch through, but like if you watch certain parts again and read some like reviews about it, um, there's certain things that happen like in the beginning in the first like half of it where you're like, Oh shit, I didn't even realize that it happened or whatever. And it's just really fucking cool. It's kind of like the, the Sherlock Holmes movie with the fucking Robert Downey Jr., you know? And it's like, you get to the end, you're kind of wondering about certain parts, and then he explains everything. It's like, oh, shit! And it's just like, I don't know, dude. It's And there's so... I will say this. There's a movie coming out where it's like a compilation movie, but it adds extra stuff to it, and even like an epilogue part. So I'm very excited about that. This definitely is... There's a reason I have it so high, and I think... Everybody should watch it. I think most people have enjoyed it. So, uh, but yeah, it's. I it's, did not, unfortunately. I I can't. I, I don't want to say. I, I want to say more. Obviously, I can't say too much because like, you just need to watch it. And it's twelve, uh, 13, 12 or thirteen episodes, and it's just, it's so good. It's really good. I love Odd Taxi. Thirteen episodes. Sorry, Studio OLM. But it it's just character designs, everything. The art style is amazing. And, uh, yeah, I love it. It's number two for me. All right, Nick, what's all your right. number two? Yeah, Dot Taxi's uh, fucking amazing. Um, all right, so my number two is Ranking of Kings. And we've already mentioned this one. It's kind of cheating because it's not, it's not quite over yet. But uh, it doesn't even – oh, there's 23 23- – Oh, no, somehow my, my mal got messed up. It says I've seen all the episodes, but I haven't. Anyway, there's 23 episodes in the show. Uh, this is, uh, again, this is about Boji. He's like a little tiny boy. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's deaf. He's mute. He's got friends who are uh, supernatural. He's like Kage is like this shadow assassin dude. And he also is, you know, he, he kind of just has to, like, navigate this world with his with his uh with with his disabilities and and limitations but at the same time he has to like rise above and like be the king and a lot of people are trying to stop him there's like the the magic mirror is trying to like mess with everybody's plans uh the 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 old king like boji's dad originally like died early in the show but then he like kind of comes back but like we don't we're not sure um the queen is like she she's like really loves boji and wants him to succeed um you know, Boji's uh, brother Daida is—it's weird because like he's—he seems like the bad guy, but he's kind of not. 
Like a lot of the characters seem like they're bad, but they're not, or they're good, but they're not. You know what I mean? So just a fantasy, like a uh, knights, you know, knights and swords and, and uh, that type of fantasy type of show. And like, it, it almost doesn't even look like anime. You know, we, I don't think we mentioned that. On yeah, the, the art style is unique. It's like it. its own thing. It's really cool. I mean, I've seen some of like that style in other things, but like they take, it's like they take different art styles and kind of men- melt it into like this kind of, and it's consistent like throughout every character, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's almost like an older style of anime, like from some from a decade, you know, like from the seventies or eighties or something. For sure, and uh, yeah, you know, it's just it's just really, really well done. Great animation, like everything is fluid. Uh, it's like literally coming of age because Boji's actually Boji. Boji's supposed to be the same age as uh, Dida, or even a little bit older, right? He's older than Dida. Yeah, he's like a year or so older, or a year or two older. What does that make him? Like fifteen or something? I don't remember. No, I think I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, it's just like a super fun fantasy show. You know, if you like fantasy, just watch it, dude. <laughs> it's it's so good. This is what I mean by you can make a good fantasy without it having being an isekai. Like, yeah, it's, exactly it is I mean. not an isekai. It's, yeah. it's, uh, Wit, Wit Studio did a great job with it. They're yeah. also doing Attack on Titan currently. So I don't think Wit Th- Studio has made like, a bad They're show. They're not doing Attack on Titan anymore, but yeah. Or no, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's MAPPA. They did Attack on Titan until MAPPA took over. Yeah, That's what I meant. They did Venom until season Saga. three. Yeah, too. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, dude. Ranking of Kings is really good. I can't wait to finish it. Honestly. Ooh, they also did Vivi Fluoride Eye Song. Shout out. Yeah, that was really cool. That was a, ri- a I might have put that original. on my list. I know a lot of people like they've that done, one, but uh, they've done, I just couldn't quite remember all the details. They've also done the uh, Great Pretender. Yeah, Great Pretender. Yep, that was a Netflix one. That was, that was fun. Buttflix. Um, okay, Danny, what's your number one? Okay, my, my number one is Tokyo Revengers. Let's uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> you guys had them flip-flopped. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, like, so, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, because, uh, but I will say that if you plan on watching Tokyo Revengers, uh, I highly, highly recommend watching the uncensored version, um, because it just... It puts the show, uh, so it, it, it just flows way better than what um, Crunchyroll gives us. Um, yeah. So just just sail the high seas for it and, and just watch it uncensored. Um, yeah. I, and it, it's uncensored. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. So, and I would say... Which- watch it and i would also say read it because the fucking manga is amazing and i've read it like in three days <laughs> can uh, ken wakui dude he's so just yeah i think out. he's uh, like, like right next to um the author did fruits basket he's he's right right next to that so yeah yeah dude um it's Fifty million it, copies in circulation right now. Like yeah. it's just it's fucking amazing, you know? Yeah. Um reading the latest chapter a couple of days ago, I'm just like, fuck dude. Yeah. Can't I do, can't see do it right now. I can't do that. I I 
I need to wait. Like I, I am waiting for all the volumes to come out or at least a couple of them at a time so that I can get like read a good chunk and get my fix right for it i can't do chap chapter by chapter that yeah. that's just you know that's withdrawals for me <laughs> <laughs> i uh, yeah i i fucking it's, i should probably let it go for a couple of weeks but i i'll say this and then i'll go to my number one but the there's a lot of characters in these latest chapters that i, I cannot it. wait to see animated yeah i should have said that earlier when i was talking about it but yeah um yeah dude um my number one is Wonder Egg priority. Um, and I'll just... Um, we talked about what it's about already, but I just... Uh, I've rewatched this show a few times since I've watched it the first time. Um, and I didn't want to... Wait, s- how many times have you watched it? I've watched it probably... Th- I've, I've, so total t- times I've seen it is probably three times. That's fucking insane. It's been less than a year. Yeah, I. <laughs> Why would you yeah. rewatch it that many times? What are you like five? Uh, yeah, I. So I like there was a, there was a few times where I put it on during work and because uh, I. Just oh, that want, seems like a bad idea. I just wanted to rewatch it. It was kind of a bad idea. Yeah, but there was a few days where it was really slow, so I just was like, you know, um, I I kind of did it mindlessly without thinking about it. I was like, I want to watch Wonder Egg Priority, and I just I haven't done that with an anime in a long time, and uh, I. I, I love this show for many reasons, um, for many personal reasons. Um, I believe it deserves an EX episode review. Um, oh, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Apparently, Kai and Danny were going to do something with it, and I said that to Kai, and he didn't even know that. So, like, which I f- find super weird because I feel like I loved it the most out of the three of them, the uh, three of us. But, like, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I... I Love the last episode. Um, I, I'll, I'll just say that, and I'll get more into it when we talk about it again, because I believe we're going to. Um, but the last episode wasn't something – it might not have been something I wanted, but it was something I needed. And I thought, like, after thinking about it and rewatching it three times, it's definitely become something that I wanted. And uh, maybe I was upset with it at first because I didn't want to look at it like the way I was supposed to look at it. And uh, it just, when you deal with the things like uh, mental health and suicide and um, there were some things about it that kind of made it like, oh, come on, that's a little weird, right? Like that's suddenly this character is a, a copy of this whatever or that. Or, there were some weird things that happened towards the end there that I think I, some people thought was goofy. And I definitely agree. Um, but that didn't take away the other person, that didn't take away from the other reasons why I love the show. And uh, I think Studio Cloverworks did an insane job fucking animating it. And mm-hmm. uh, the character design, I think, is peak. Like, it's, like, the character design for the main four girls, especially, I think, are amazing. And, um, like, uh, it's just, I, after watching it that many times, this many times now, I think different of it. Uh, I think more highly of it than the initial time I watched it. And have found more things about it that I love. So, I want to talk about this again. But I don't want to take up any more time. So, uh, yeah, I, I you'll, you will definitely hear my more deeper thoughts on it uh, sometime in the future, hopefully. So, but yeah, Wonder Egg Priority is my number one of 2021. Absolutely. And my number one is Odd Taxi. This was Psalms number two, so we're pretty close 
Walrus Face Johnson. Um, wait, what? What's that? What's that noise? Is that Arcane's music from the top rope? Arcane is the best anime of the year. Wow! Oh my nah. God. <laughs> uh, Arcane, League of Legends. Insert insert the new emoji that Nick the goat. that Nick uh, added. Yeah, the little standing Pepe sp- where he's like, what the hell? The SpongeBob <laughs> thing, yeah. 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 Just Bob. Yeah. Uh, okay, if we allowed Arcane, it would, be an, it would be my number one. However, we don't, so Odd Taxi is my pick. This is kind of like a Quentin Tarantino movie, um, this, this show. There's just a lot going on, a lot of like interconnected uh, webs and, and threads and characters. Um going parallel and then sometimes intersecting uh it's it's just there's there's the the best part about this to me is is the conversation and like the dialogue because most anime and most like writing and and, you know tv and movies in general just have very like simple dumbed down dialogue that's just like super unmemorable or fucking lame like superhero shit and this is like this is like actually very smartly written as far as the dialogue is real um well, it's it's actually kind of not real. Like everybody, everybody says like they talk in like such a precise way, <laughs> right? Yeah, but it sounds it does sound yeah it does still sound pretty natural. Um, and yeah, that's my favorite part about it. But yeah, like it's 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 like a mystery thriller. You got this taxi driver <clears throat> who's a walrus, and uh, you know he he has to he has to just navigate this world. And he he, he what he does is like he t- he engages in small talk with with his um with his customers and each of his customers has plays a part in like the grand narrative like the big story and like at one point he finds this like social media influencer who takes a photo that goes viral in his taxi cab and he gets and he also gets involved with uh with this like criminal yakuza type dude which like each each character is different animal too like the yakuza guy is like a monkey the influencer is like a what what is he like kind of He's like a hippo. Um, they're like an alpaca is like the 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 nurse woman or lady who's like talking to him. She's so uh, cute. The gorilla is like the is is the doctor, and you know. <laughs> yeah, and so, gorilla doctor. There's there's also like an idol group that's that's going that's happening, and they're 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 kind of interweaving. And then you also have this guy who's like addicted to gotcha games, and he has like his own little episode that that splices into the show too and it, there's like so many things going on uh I, I think my favorite ones are the the comedy duo the like the fast talking uh comedy duo that, that's like on the radio like one of them starts to ascend in his career and the other one is kind of like left behind like the older guy and so they're, they're trying to cope with that and like figure all that out and like he's like listening to them on the radio and like in the taxi and stuff and then eventually they they take his taxi so it's just like so good. Like everything is like really intertwined, really well written. The the dialogue is probably some of the best anime dialogue I've seen in a long ass fucking time. Um, it's Kazuya Konamoto who did the script, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout outs. Seriously, we need more of this. It's hard to write good dialogue, to be yeah. fair, but Baku um, like, it's insane. like not even fucking close. Like compare the dialogue to this show to literally every other anime. It's your in, average in anime, the year. yeah. Every single other anime in the year just like is shit compared to this dialogue. So not to say that they're bad anime, but it's just like it's night and day. So yeah, you know, odd taxi. Secretly Arcane is my number one, however. So there we go. 
It's my number zero. <laughs> uh, my favorite odd taxi character, side character, is Sekiguchi, who is the polar bear in a tracksuit. It's like the mafia polar bear tracksuit. Oh, yeah, that dude. Oh, there's, there's also like a rapping dude. I forgot what animal yeah, he is. Yano. He speaks in rap. <laughs> he's rapping while he's, yeah, that's like how he talks. That's how he communicates, which a lot of people hated, but I loved it. He was amazing. I, I like that shit. Oh, man, and there's like the dog policeman. Like one of them is dumb, one of them smart. Like, I think they're beagles or something. Yeah, I don't know. They look like or, yeah, Snoopy. And like one know. of them is crooked, one of them's not, or something. It's like, oh man, so good. But then he was like, okay, I don't, I don't want to say it. I was about to say something. I won't say it. But yeah, just and like yeah, just everything wraps it. up really well in the ending too. Like it has a, it has a nicely done ending. There's like a really cool, um, like reveal at the end, and it's just it's just amazing. Like it's it's so good. It's it's a show that like it get, it gets better. When you rewatch it too, that's the fun thing about it. A lot I of shows wait. don't get better. I can't wait to watch the movie, dude. I can't wait to watch the fucking movie, um, to see like what they kind of took out and took oh, in. Movie in the woods. There are also yeah, the in the woods. Yeah, that's what the movie's called. I should have said that. But yeah, like there's there are some slower parts in the middle, so I wonder if they cut those parts out. But um, wait, is it what is it? A re, is a retelling of it? Yeah, it's like a retelling, and then there's like an epilogue part and some other added things to it that kind of rounds it out, I guess. Oh, it's like Death and Rebirth or something. <laughs> yeah, a little, kind of. a little better than that, I think. But yeah, something like that. But yeah, dude. Um, yeah, there, there's our top ten, dude. Do we want to? Let's just really quick mention our favorite OPs and EP, EDs without getting too much into it. Obviously, you should go listen to our Radio Hour if you we haven't yet. The, we could mention the listener top top picks too. Yeah, we'll do that after. Uh, just real quick, my favorite OP was Dawn by Lisa, which is the Back Arrow OP, the first OP for Back Arrow. Uh, that was on my playlist. I didn't even finish Back Arrow, and I just like, yeah. Uh, and then my favorite ED was Sugarless Kiss by Suzuko Mimori from Odd Taxi. Um, but the Odd Taxi OP was also amazing. But yeah, dude. Uh, what about Danny? What about yours? Favorite OP and ED real quick. Uh, my favorite OP, I mean, it's honestly, it was super hard because there were a lot of really good ones. Um, but there were, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did pick one that I didn't pick for our, um, like New radio Year's hour. Eve radio hour. So, um, I picked a uh, shake and shake by, uh, Sumika, um, which is from, um, pretty boy detective club. Okay. And your ED. And my ED is um, uh, Hoshi no uh, Tabibito. Um, that one's by um, um, Kageki Shoujo. Um, and that's performed by uh, the voice actors of Watanabe and I. Okay. What about you, Nick? Uh, for the OP, I could have picked some of the sequels like Dr. Stone and Kobayashi had good ones. Um, yeah, but the Kobayashi one was really good. Just to just to mix it up, I picked uh, Odd Taxi, and it's just it's actually named Odd Taxi. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> by is, yeah. Skirt and Punpy. Yeah. And this one is like it's like a super chill opening theme. It's like a slow beat, and it fits like the theme. Usually the OPs are like really fast, but this one's kind of slow. It almost feels like an ending theme, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, and it has like pretty pretty simple animations, but it they look good. Uh, then the ED for me was from the show Sunny Boy, and this was called Shonen Shoujo by Ging Nang Boys. And I don't know if I pr- – I think I pronounced that right. But, uh, they, I'm pretty sure uh, that's right, yeah. 
th- this one is probably my favorite song of the year. The other, another close one is actually uh, Heike Monogatari ED. That one was really good too. It's like a like a chill rap song. But this one, this the Sunny Boy ED like plays into the show numerous times, and especially at the ending of the show. And it's just like super nostalgic. It gives you like that that nostalgic, bittersweet feeling. And it's just like it's it's like perfect. It's like a perfect song. So yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Uh dude, let's see some of your favorite top tens here. Kind of go through some of these kind of quick. Uh Snowman, uh they had two of them, one where they included sequels and one without. Um, but the one with no sequels, they put Sunny Boy, Wonder Egg. Hey Game One, I got somebody, Blue Period, uh, Jobless, Reincarnation, Kageki Shoujo, oh, Kageki Shoujo, Komi-san, Odd Taxi, Dinazenon, and Horimiya. And they said they would have put Ranking of Kings if it had finished. Yeah, it's a solid list, I think. Um, I uh, forgot about Blue Period as well. Blue Period is cool. They they put Eurocamp and Beastars in their sequel, in Dragon Maid in their sequels. Uh, Zayla initially put a list of 20 and then finally broke it down to 10. <laughs> he knew we wouldn't read that. <laughs> he puts he put Star Wars Visions, Attack on Titan, Komi, Vivi, Dragon Maid S, Shadows House, Kageki Shoujo, Yuru Camp, Senpai is Annoying, and The Duke of Death and His Maid. Oh, Shadows House had a good ED, too, I think. Uh, and then, was it the ED or the OP? I think it was the ED. I don't remember. I didn't watch it. I don't remember. Danny it. knows. Yeah. Anyway. For what uh, then What? For uh, Shadow's House. It was the ED. It was the oh, ED. it okay. is the oh, ED. The ED has, yeah. has more of the vocals than the OP. The OP. Yeah. Uh, Botman put uh, Kageki Shoujo, Senpai is Annoying, Tsukimichi, Odd Taxi, Jobless, Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Oh, I forgot about Girlfriend, Girlfriend. These Snow White Notes, Aquatope on White oh, Sand. Oh, I thought about that one. Uh, the Vampire Dies in No Time and Miss Nagatoro. And then their top ten. Nagatoro. Inclu- their top ten including sequels is like mostly sequels, which they put like Fruits Basket, ReZero, Slime, Dragon Maid, Arumakun. Um, one Piece. One, <laughs> one Piece. Uh, shout out to Starlord91. They put Attack on Titan. Mashuko Tensei, Jujutsu Kaisen, Fruits Basket, Welcome to Demon School, Kobayashi Dragon Maid S, Komi-san, Fina Pirate Princess, Dr. Stone, and My Hero. We should do a uh, separate Attack on Titan episode when it finishes. Yeah, we definitely will. Yeah. I know we're not really covering it as it's going, but there's actually a lot of other people who are. So, But yeah, once it's done, we're, we're definitely doing an episode on that show. Yeah. Um, Fruit put Yurutoru Skate... Uh, at or Yuru Turu. I think they meant to put Yuru the second Yuru camp. <laughs> I just realized what they put. Odd Taxi, Super Cub to Your Eternity, Ranking of Kings, uh, JoJo Part Six, Pui Pui Molkar, Vampire Dies in No Time, Way of the House Husband. Um, Odd Taxi is my number one, but it might have been bombed if ROK Ranking of Kings had finished that year. That's what Fruit said. Uh, King of Telluride put number one, Ranking of Kings. Number two, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> 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 I can respect that. Uh Gizmo put Sunny Boy, Odd Taxi, Attack on Titan Season 4, uh Jobless, Horimiya, Wonder Egg Priority, 86, Komi, Vivi, Florida's Eye Song, and Doctor Stone Season 2. Uh Mike, Mikey, Mike Edu put Horimiya, Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut, Kageki Shoujo, 
Dragon Maid S, Jobless, Dinazenon, Super Cub, Case Study of Vanitas, Saints Power is Omnipotent, and Wonder Egg Priority. Um, da -ba -da -ba -da. Razzle, the old Razzle Dazzle, put Odd Taxi, Sunny Boy, Wonder Egg Priority, minus the last episode, Horimiya, Shadow's House, To Your Eternity, Zombieland Saga Revenge, Vivi, Pretty Boy Detective Club, and 86. And then Sen put Wonder Egg Priority, Sunny Boy, Heike Monogatari, Dinazanon, Ranking of Kings, Super Crooks, which they put Pooper Crooks, which is hilarious. Um, I didn't get to watch Super Crooks, and it's one of my favorite comics, so I can't I can't wait to watch that. Megalobox. Oh, that's a one, right? That's a Budflix one, yep. Um, Megalobox 2, uh, Super Cub, and Night World. I totally... Yeah, I would have had Megalobox 2 on my list, but I didn't want to do sequels. I totally forgot about Night World. I... Uh, didn't know that was a thing. Is that an anime? What is that? That sound like a. Did that come out? Uh, when did that? I come have out? no idea. That must be new. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, must oh spring night world anime. Okay, okay, yeah, it's, it's not that new. Never mind. Yeah, Yoro no Kuni. Um, yeah, I don't, I'll, I'll have to give that a, a watch. And that's uh, that's that. That's that on that. I think that's just all solid lists, all very diverse, very cool. From the people who posted, I can tell. That that's like that's like your shit. Like that's what you guys like. Um, very cool, very cool. Um, definitely gotta watch some of these for sure. Um, I forgot about Fina Pirate Princess as well. A lot of Netflix did not get watched <laughs> this uh, this past year for me. So, uh, but yeah, um, that's very awesome. For those of you who didn't participate, if you happen to see this on Twitter or you still want to put your top 10 to tell us what it is, absolutely tell us. Uh, I thought think 2021 was a good year. There's a lot of anime here that we're going to talk about in its own episode because they were that good. You know what I mean? Like Attack on Titan, you know, um, Wonder Egg Priority. I definitely want to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen again. Maybe we'll talk, me, me and Daniel will do a Beastars episode when it finishes. You know, so much. Good oh yeah, stuff here. with that, I for sure want to do one with shocking for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much, so much good stuff here. Um, any other honorable mentions from us or no? You guys good or? Um, I, I like how Nick always does his thing where he writes twenty things and then tries <laughs> to narrow it down from there. That's actually smart. We should do that. Like, probably would have been easier. Well, we already that. mentioned all of them. Um, uh, yeah, we Mar Maruko-chan. Maru I didn't mention. Oh, okay. I didn't put it on my list because it, it felt like it wasn't like complete. Like the ending didn't solve all the answers sure, sure. or answer everything. So, sure. Arcane. That's my only one. Fuck everything oh else. My God. Everybody, go watch Arcane. It's on Netflix. It is the greatest piece of animation to come out in a long fucking time. Dan, if you want to just mention yours. And real yes, quick. Bob, I'm gonna watch the fucking uh, Ava movies. I'm I, I'm getting to them. <laughs> I watched 1.0. I had to I had to catch up for other shit. Um, Dan, yeah, if you want to run through yours real quick. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dragon Maid S, Megalobox Nomad, uh, Dr. Stone Season 2, uh, My Senpai is Annoying, uh, Koi Kimo, uh, uh, Those Snow White Notes, and Beastars Second Season. Okay, hell yeah. Oh, man, what a great year. Honestly, a great year. Um, I don't... Do I think 2022 will top it? Maybe. I don't know. 
I actually don't know. I we're supposed to be getting Vinland Saga season two. Not possible. Get... There's no arcane in 2022. All right. God, enough All of right, that. Dude. Okay. I'm gonna turn this into the the Quoka your name update. <laughs> Oh, still no, still no word about season two of Arcade, <laughs> but I thought I'd update you. Uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, anyways, there's our summies, our seventh, sixth, or seventh. Sixth summies. annual. There's 2021 summies right there. Okay. I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening every week and allowing us to ramble on about our favorite anime. And here's to the year of 2022 anime. And uh, let's see if it tops 2021. I don't know. 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 But anyway, I love you. That being said, I've been Sam. That's been Danny. That's been Nick. And we've been the Anime Summit Podcast.